What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles, and we're at the Lucky Duck. Everybody, we're at the Lucky Duck. Oh my God, Miles. Yeah, we we somehow find ourselves back at the bar talking to interesting, good friends and people. Miles, who is one of those interesting, good friend people? Oh, what is this about? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've been telling you this every episode from the start. One day, we will have our main attraction. Dun, dun, dun. The best is no longer yet to come. He is here. He grew up living in one of the most sunny places in America. From there... He found an interest in the arts. Yes, the art of movie production. Eventually, landing himself a position at the prestigious Florida State University Film School. After graduating, he moved to Atlanta, Georgia, where he continued to gain experience working on the sets of high-value productions. Since then, he's moved down to Florida to see family, work on projects, and continue to refine his skill set. It won't be long before you see him in the opening credits. Please welcome Colin Lockett. Hey, Welcome. thanks for having me, guys. Welcome. Woo. Wow, you added sound to the to the intro. Isn't that's that crazy? That's a next level. I don't, know if, it'll, I don't know if it'll come out well. Yeah, yeah I have to like dub it. <laughs> Where's the so smoke special. machine? That's what in the lasers. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the only thing there that's should missing be, at this point. There should have been a smoke machine, lasers. Yeah, so yep. if, you guys go want go lasers. if you guys want smoke machine and lasers, please buy our merch. Yeah. Do you guys have merch? You can get no, it at... Not yet. Season two. We're getting some merch in here for these yeah, guys, okay? Should we say something about season two? We probably should. First off, thanks for hanging in there, all you ducks and duckettes. We are just about to wrap up season one. I can't believe it. It's almost over. Let's cheers to that, though. Cheers. How about that? Cheers to wrapping up season one. Season one's coming to an end. We have a few good episodes in the books for you guys. We're really excited to publish them and... Um, this is one of the last, and we're taking a small, short hiatus, right, Miles? Mm-hmm. We're gonna take like a six-week hiatus, I think, and then season two will premiere bigger, badder, sexier, yeah, than ever. Let's say Colin behind the bar, shirtless, every episode. Yep, every episode. Oh yeah, yeah. How about? Three times an episode. <laughs> Whoa. Ah, that's three times. That's good. We haven't discussed details. <laughs> yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll work it out. But no, yeah. we're not going to have that because we want to uh, stay friendly to the younger audience. Yep. But it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, we're really excited and um, we're going to uh, do some pretty cool stuff and we're really excited to share more interesting conversations. Well, I mean, somewhat interesting. We'll, we'll see how this one goes, Colin. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. on the spot. I love how you had to add the disclaimer that I actually wasn't going to be shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to actually have to. Yeah. And you, could, you could be now. Uh, Miles knows comedy, okay? Yeah. Cut yeah. it out. I'm okay. a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're gonna have some giveaways, right? Yeah, we're gonna do some giveaways. We're For gonna, sure. we're, we're, we're really, we're gonna, I think, do a couple live episodes. You know, instead of uh, you guys seeing past conversation or hearing 
for all you listeners. Also, catch up on catch us on YouTube. Uh, but if you're listening, uh, I don't know. We're, we're gonna have to do like a. It's gonna be like a YouTube live thing. Yeah. So or Facebook live. So we'll announce that at some point. Um, it's yeah. We're we're excited. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, Stay tuned, guys. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. But anyway, Colin is here. Everybody, give a round of applause for Colin. <laughs> Yay! Did I get your intro right? Like I didn't mess no, up that's, anything. No, that's, that's pretty much right. Were you like judging yeah. him? He's like, wow, well. let's see how much Miles actually knows about bit, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. I was all... just like, oh, I wonder, I wonder how how researched this is going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. He wrote on the way over. Don't give him too much. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It takes me two weeks to do write this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he <laughs> says two weeks. We do a podcast. We release one every two weeks. In between that two weeks. I'm writing this content. Hey guys, it's crazy. This he's is a, about me. Leave your bickering alone. Like leave it. Leave true. it to yourself. He's like, we okay. still haven't talked about me yet, other than the intro. So let's get back to me. Yeah, yeah. I really like that intro. Let's like keep that energy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're you're back. You got blonde I'm hair. Dick. Guys, I'm not a dick. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think you you said you like the intro. Yeah. So yeah, we, we're we're. I don't know if Miles is coming back for season two, folks. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just kidding. Obviously. I love um, the manic energy that's going on right now. Yeah. It's good. Uh, so you um, you came into Colorado, and uh, you're you're doing some Colorado stuff. Yeah. You know, doing some hiking, some off-roading. Did lots of Colorado stuff. Some, some sunsets. You see any mountains? A few. Yep. At least... They, <laughs> they have those yeah <laughs> my cat's in the background going yeah going somebody let what? me out oh no yeah is that thor yeah so if you hear him yeah son of odin yeah he's uh, a you guys keep talking i'll go take care of him his his picture is right behind chase yeah so you guys can see him if you're watching it on the tube this is gonna be the thor episode a conver a conver a conversation with Thor. Oh, maybe we're gonna have Loki on season two it, it, to promote his. Just new floating show. this idea right now. Season two, all cats. Every episode is cats. <laughs> I was talking about the TV show in the movie. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. It's okay. And this podcast is over. Chase is here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I heard you guys talking about some good stuff. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, going back good to material. Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. You've been here. Been um, here for like two, three days now. Yep. Don't want to leave, to be honest. Sad mm. about having to leave tomorrow. This is it's pretty much everything that I ever thought it was going to be and more. And it was just, it was great. Oh, I think I actually locked. I, can you go see if he's in that closet? Oh my God! Did you have me lock your yeah. cat in the closet? I so I told Colin to go close this door, and uh, apparently we um, may have forgotten that he was in there. Oh Aww. no! There he is. Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. Hey, hey, Colin, pick him up and put him in front of the camera so everybody, since we're talking about him, yeah. might as well make his debut. Yeah. If you guys want to see what Thor looks like, not in a picture. Oh, there he is. Look at him. He's such a gorgeous looking feline. I love you too. He has golden fur. Should I put him upstairs? No, he's good. The door's open. Good, good. Star of the show, everybody. So maybe you should walk us through a a weekend in Colorado. Like, how did it start? And what did you do all weekend? 
That's going to be like twelve fifty, by the way, for the cat service. Yes, yeah. about twelve fifty. You on Rover? Huh? Are you on Rover.com? Are you I on FarmersOnly.com? Farmers Only? I've heard of it. I'm not yep. on it, though. You're not a farmer? Christian Farmers Only? That one? That, on that one? That is highly specific and might get me exactly who I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason it's there, nice. my friend. I'm walking you through a weekend in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Like as As soon as I got off the plane... Um, I smelled smells and, mm. and mm. I, I started like hiking immediately mm-hmm. and it was just like a thousand percent like go time yeah. since, since then, like you guys did like a 14 hour day of like yeah. riding around Ooh. doing boulder stuff. Yeah. Ooh. So Ooh. like the first day we, we, we hiked at this, um, Roxborough state park. Roxborough State Park. It was like it has a whole bunch of red, like I don't want to say spires. I don't even know what a spire is. Spire is just like a pillar, like straight up, right? Spiky pillar. Most likely. <laughs> it wasn't that. Yeah, sure. It's just a bunch of red cliffs, and it looked like Disney. Mm. Like it didn't look. That's weird. Didn't look like, like Frontierland or something. Right. Like what? the rocks didn't look real. Ah, okay. Or yeah, maybe Disney yeah. is so good what at making stuff what look real. Fake? What if they're fake? It did oh. say no climbing. Did anybody Ooh. actually look into this? What if you go behind the rocks? Is it just hollow? In? What oh. if they're just styrofoam? Yeah, it just Dude. falls over. The wind blows. And it just yeah. falls Co- over. Colorado's a sham. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Facade of nothing. Oh, that, we, saw a, we saw a dead bat there. We did see a we, dead we, bat. We, we, we think it might have been the start of Corona. Oh, shit. You didn't, you you didn't hear anything. that first here. and it's, yeah. a, it's not an official scoop. Yeah, Miles, Miles has a hot take. Colorado, <laughs> ground zero. Um, but yeah, no, it was just a beautiful hike, beautiful sunset. Then mm-hmm. um, I have a history of like allergies and stuff, so just being in the mountains always cures all of that mm. because I'm like above all of the yeah allergens. I guess I don't. Know. Did you mm. get? Did you get what they call a Rocky Mountain high? Not from the drugs, but from the from the, do the vibe, right? <laughs> He's hot. You're high on life now. Yeah, no, it was. I I definitely got that the second, the second day. So, yeah, walking through the first day, like we did a hike, and that was like beautiful. And then like we got some rest that night because that was the night before the 14 hour day that we did. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just waking up early, going going to uh, what was the second place that we went to? Uh, so we got up at like we, no, we we left at like seven forty five. Yeah, I think we were on the road by seven forty five, and we went up to um, we went to Boulder. Boulder. Uh, oh, what was a, that park? A, a Mesa Mesa something. Mesa I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Anyway, that hike. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was it was fun. It was really really fun. But and I well, well, hold stop stop yeah. stop stop stop. Anybody says. X but yeah. comma but yeah, it kind of negates everything yeah. that I said before. Yeah, yeah. However, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was so much fun that 
I wanted to stop having so much fun because my legs couldn't take much more. He sounds more like of the he's fun. like, there's somebody behind him with a gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Department of Colorado is like, you must only say good things. I have a lot of us. tourism investments. <laughs> as, as soon as I get my Colorado shirt, like I can, I can go back to normal. Yeah, that's but, true. But not a second before. Um, it was a, I think, seven or 800 elevation hike and... 600 feet of that elevation happened in like the last yeah, half it was mile. The end. <laughs> yeah. It was just like straight up at the end. The um, best. So it was tiring, but it was it was like rewarding and it was beautiful the whole the whole time through and it was a good workout. Nice. Um and then we got like delicious brunch at uh what was that place called? R- River and Woods. River and Woods. Uh, if you're watching this, anybody at River and Woods, yeah, shout out. You made really, really great brunch, and we will be back. Mm-hmm. We will um, be back. And no, probably not. No. Eh, yeah, there's lots of brunch places in Colorado. Yep. So Denny's, Perkins, <laughs> IHOP, <laughs> all the best ones. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, what did we do after that? We had a beer, right? Yeah, I think we went to took uh, a little break. Yeah, we had a beer. We were like hanging, hanging out little bit and then we uh eventually went to rocky mountain national park and on our way no we went off road did you guys get a reservation yeah. for that uh no we went after 6 p.m and it's free you can get in uh yeah yeah, yeah okay. i don't know if it's normally free you just don't need a reservation but there wasn't mm-hmm. anyone at the um guard post so all right we got right. in for free anyway. wow so you guys probably like snuck in probably yeah we just they there was a person at the guard post. But we just I just heard that they're there. having like they're having a lot of like complaints because of like capacity yeah. and reservation system. Yeah, they even had like they had signs before the park. You got into the park, so like while you were in, still in Estes, <laughs> it was like turn around and come back after six p.m. Please. Mm, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Like stop yelling at us. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty wild. But um, we actually backtracking a little bit. We went off roading first, which is. Not something I've ever done before. Oh, that really? was you yeah. Done it? No, I had never oh, done it before. Okay. That was that was Bumpy. a fun experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. a it was a rocky road. Yeah, it was. Dun dun dun. <laughs> There's rocks out there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we took the the front top off of the jeep. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, just rolled the windows down. It was a really nice day out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was beautiful up yeah. there and like overlooking. Whoops, overlooking gross gross reservoir was like. It's just beautiful out there. Yeah. Like it does not live up to its name. It doesn't. Um but then we went to Rocky Mountain National Park or rather we were on the road towards Rocky not Rocky Mountain National Park and um all of a sudden like there was just clouds and rain out of nowhere like on the top of the mountain and we were just like like what is happening? Like it's supposed to be a pretty nice day but it looks like there's a hurricane happening at the top of this mountain and live in Colorado. So there shouldn't be any hurricanes happening, but, um, spoken like a true Floridian. Yeah. I I can only speak in terms of hurricanes. Yeah. (laughs) Do you like uh, lightning storm? Mm, Hurricane. (laughs) It's a hurricane. Um, but like, lo and behold, we drive past the mountain range, like that, that particular part of the mountain range. Like we drive to the other side of it and, it's like a completely different world. It's like the sun is shining. It's like a yeah. beautiful, beautiful day. And yeah. 
and we ended up it was actually cold too yeah it was, it was chilly. like 50 i think it's like 50 something at the top yeah once we once we got to the parking lot there was snow on the ground you know i threw i threw in I, we call it ice but yeah snow for for those of you who <laughs> don't know the difference it was snow yeah and i threw a snowball at you and that was like crazy you did um, yeah but busted my uh my face open bust wide open but going back to the original uh what I was talking about, the, what did you call it? It was like a, a, a mountain high Rocky feeling. Mountain High. It's from the the late John Denver. I said that word. John. <laughs> John like, Denver. John Denver. Yeah, you know, Rocky Mountain High. No, I don't know that. It's a, it's a song by Rocky Mountain, sorry. I mean, you sang it, so I figured it was a song, but... Mm. I could be full, so full of shit right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I wouldn't... It's a thing. I'm uh, not going to check. Died. I'm it's not going to check it either. Especially from the uh, high altitude, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like a state of mind when you're in the mount- the mountains. Like, it's yeah. uh, it's right. like this high, like this natural high that you get. Definitely. Right. I got to this where we ended up... We, like, we went to the top of Rocky Mountain National Park to Bear Lake to like well I'll look at the lake and it was nice it was a good lake it was a very good lake yeah and then uh we came down uh to write about the entrance of the park and there is uh just this beautiful um valley to watch the sunset and and there was like a mound in the center of this valley um and under those like cotton candy skies in the middle of that mound in the middle of this valley with mountains all around me it was just a feeling of everything that i'm going through in my life right now and it's a lot just doesn't matter you know like mm. you're mountains, being present yeah the mountains like they existed long before me or any of my problems and they'll exist long after and it's just like None of it is that is is as serious as uh, I was thinking that it was yeah. uh, before, and that doesn't mean that you don't still feel your problems. Like they still come and go, and you experience them to varying degrees of, you know, like emotion, like mm-hmm. deepness of emotion. But um, at the end of the day. Those mountains are still going to be there, yep. and whether whether you like it or you're, yeah, whether your you problems are there or not, or whether you are there or not, like those mountains are going to be there, and why not just I think enjoy so. your life because things are going to be the way that they are, mm. regardless. I think Colin just solved life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very. Uh, healing moment for you yeah it was it was i wish it lasted longer but it only lasted for as long as the sun uh was mm. setting well it's but, a good thing because the sun comes back the next day well you can do it all over again brought it all the way yeah, back around sometimes it reflects some light off the moon too yeah. okay Miles. that's all right that's all crazy right. talk I took what i said and you <laughs> you made it stupid there was a um, <laughs> just kidding i saw a solar solar eclipse uh that one back like Three years ago or whatever mm-hmm. and i got to see it in totality like where it's completely oh, dark yeah and looking at those mountains gave me like that same kind of awe mm. 
that kind of oh i am just very small yeah in everything that is going on puts you puts you in perspective yeah, yeah puts sure. life in perspective um if you ever want to feel yeah. that way again like next time just go to uh, somewhere that's like kind of away from the city and just like find a good place to lay down and just look at the stars yeah because it kind of gives you the same feeling like you just you see it, the billions and billions of stars out there yeah. and you just think wow that's crazy i'm on this this little rock in space right and you kind of get that same idea like mm. all those things that i'm worried about at work that i won't remember in 50 years you know yeah yeah it doesn't matter all yeah. just, We're all just dead small anyways. in the cosmic oh, scheme yeah. of things yeah um he said something about donuts i think so uh, and uh, you all, talks you about donuts <laughs> donuts yeah uh, donuts are delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you yeah. have some kind of vendetta? No, donut? I was just commenting on that. Oh, okay. Your donut I haven't had a single donut since you've stuff. been here. I don't appreciate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to offend you. Um, so that's what a, a typical weekend's like in yeah. Colorado? There yeah. You you it's like, yourself a bit? it's a bunch of, uh, eating and, mm. uh, drinking good beer mm. and, you know, just reflecting about your place in the universe. That's good. Yeah, we could all use that once in a while, you know. Um, it's a it's a good it's a good tool. A lot of people go out there they do yoga and stuff, you know. Yeah. They'll meditate and stuff. It's it's a uh, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Also, today's Prime Day. Yes. Holy shit. Mm. So get your Prime membership, ladies and gentlemen. Today's get Prime it Day. Amazon dot com slash at the lucky duck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's a good <laughs> it's a good advertisement break. <laughs> did you guys know wait that, do you guys really have no i was gonna say it sounds pretty rehearsed like yeah. we've done this before no we're just fucking hilarious yeah we get at us we, we've get at, done get at them Jeff Bezos. episodes by now yeah, so. we, we've, we've filmed over like a hundred hours yeah not really that's yeah. a lot hundred yeah I think, I think we're approaching 100 hours almost. Yeah. Um, I'll make it 100 monumental. more today. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go 12 hours. <laughs> Can we acknowledge how Prime Day is a scam, though? Is yeah. it? I think it kind of is. Scam? Yeah, I think it's a scam. That's like Black Friday. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, maybe it could it be a scam, but I like paid $11 to use the bathroom at Whole Foods because I had to buy something because they put the code for the bathroom on the bottom of my receipt and then they gave me a whole bunch of free stuff too. So it's like I paid $11 for like about normal things that I should have gotten anyway. So I don't think it's a scam. I the think Whole it's pretty Foods fair. Yeah. I think you just talked yourself out of it. it was, <laughs> the circle. I think it's pretty Is fair. Is Prime Day a scam? I don't know. I mean, there's some good deals on there. but Yeah, there. I, I agree. Like uh, A lot of things like that are kind of scams. Like Southwest just had their 50% off mm-hmm. flights. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're cheaper. I'm sure they're some percentage off than they are normally, but they're not 50% off. Come on. Mm. Right? I'm sure they increase yeah. those prices. They, they like can predict when they're going to be having their 50% off sale increase prices during that time. That's the thing yeah. is like, um, is prime day. I think is just a scam to get people to buy prime membership. And once oh, they get yeah, you to buy a prime membership, you're hooked and that's it. They got their little sneaky claws inside of you. Yeah. Like I had several things in my cart that I had like put in like a week ago yeah. and I forgot about them. And then like somebody's like, Oh, it's prime day is coming. It's, it's here or whatever. And I looked this morning and the, the price of those items went up 
like four dollars and then it was like prime day deal eligible save four dollars on this product i was like so you raise the price of the product by four dollars yeah and then give me four dollars off so it's regular price and i have to get a prime membership that in order to be eligible for the prime deal or so you tell me whether or not this is a scam or inflation <laughs> yeah over the last week they're yeah. like four dollars i'm sorry this is a 12.99 dollars <laughs> like, <product>. expensive <laughs> yeah <laughs> god inflation went up four dollars a week can yeah. you imagine that would yeah uh, uh we all right? eventually starved to death yeah <clears throat> Right. Not me, because I'm rich. Oh. Just kidding. I was like, I'll just live off of Froyo. I think as I long as that stays a normal price. Froyo? Yeah. Can make it myself. <laughs> make Froyo? Get Can some you? Ice. I bet you could not make Froyo by ice yourself. How does one even make frozen it's just, yogurt? It's just ice Do you just sugar. freeze yogurt, and then that's it? And you, mm. like, churn it? And yeah. And it all, gets all creamy? There's get, definitely some churning involved. I, I think yeah. what you do is you get some, like milk a little bit of milk you put it in with like ice and sugar and then you just like let it that sit just down. sounds like regular ice cream now yeah no no the milk is like what makes the yogurt right because of the bacteria i think you put milk in there in regular ice cream too yeah yeah but when you let it sit out it's like isn't that what yogurt is you like let it sit out in the bacteria uh Miles is like, you guys don't do this. You don't leave your yogurt out. <laughs> you guys Miles, don't leave your... do that before you buy the yogurt, what? so you don't have to do that. You don't Google... leave your milk out and like turn it into yogurt and eat it. I'm gonna no, Google know. what yogurt is. <laughs> it's bacterial fermentation of milk. Fuck you guys. Okay. okay. All right. Jeez. Wow. I got it right. I didn't know that. Miles has a Prime membership. I so. made that up. Yeah. Too. He's 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 official. Oh, I have a I've had a Prime membership for like seven years yeah i have a prime membership too i can't talk no i don't that's you know, good that's it's, why i'm calling it the scam i'm on the outside i'm a hater yeah official it's, hater. it's pretty nice honestly i want to get a knock on my door from my amazon guy can i talk to you for a second i bought a few <laughs> things from amazon for this trip did you what yeah. did you buy i bought this pair of hiking boots that i wanted a while ago oh. and i bought a different color you were confident buying those off of amazon yeah, no. I mean, I already had some, so I knew that they were gonna fit. Oh, I also like knew you get the same brand with great, uh, with Amazon's great customer service. I could return <laughs> them as soon as they didn't satisfy me. Yeah. So, like when they get worn out, because they from have too much a hiking. lifetime guarantee, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh. that wouldn't be morally right. That wouldn't be morally correct. You guys are trying to lead me down the path of evil. I was gonna say with Prime Prime. Prime Day, you can get a Prime membership, and then like the next day, just ask, just tell them like you you bought it by accident. I'm convinced we're all gonna be eating our Prime meals, driving our Prime cars. You mean our Teslas? Amazon's Ooh. gonna buy out Tesla. Yeah, it's gonna be happening. called the model, the model, model T, no, Amazon the model, model P, P for Prime, model Prime. Ooh, Model Prime. The Model Prime. The Optimus like Prime. Optimus Prime, Yeah. Right? This thing transforms. Cool. It flies. God. Shit. So Transformers is is the path that this timeline is, is set on. That's crazy. Yeah. Transformers I was, I was wondering. Is, is it? Uh-huh. That it, it was ducks. Which you were wondering which timeline we're on? Is it the yeah. Transformers 3 timeline or is it the Gremlins 2 timeline? Gremlins 2? Yeah. I haven't seen that. What? You haven't seen Gremlin, Grim, uh, Gremlins? You haven't seen Gremlins too? No. Only the best sequel oh, ever known to man. Oh, no. I, really? I oh my god! It. Do it's yourself surprising. a f- favor and uh, rent it. And I laugh. take back every, my good, intro. Good movie. Don't take it back. 
I need it. That's the only thing I've got. Right okay, now. sorry. I'll keep it. <laughs> Chase, don't cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, have you seen the original Gremlins? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're. It's uh. I'm familiar with a lot more the subject of that, matter. Except it's less like Stranger Thingies and more uh, uh more like um um uh I don't know what Die Hardy. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. sounds pretty uh-huh. good. Uh huh. Take I that. Watch that. Take that. Yeah. Prove me wrong, Twitter. Don't worry about yeah, it. That's my doorbell. Okay. That's the uh, that's the FBI coming for you because they know you're your prime scam. <laughs> yeah, they heard. <laughs> I don't. Like, oh no! Let it go on the record that there's no prime scam <laughs> happening yeah. right now. No prime scam. <laughs> I'm actually yeah, wearing dog. a wire. Oh shoot! Yeah. Um, yeah, Gremlins Two Miles. Give us some straight facts. Uh, I'll give you some facts. 1990. Yep. Was yeah. when the American Solid comedy horror movie. film came out. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't alive yet, so. The subtitle was The New Batch. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. a sequel to the 1984 film Gremlins. Not Gremlins 1, just Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. Directed by Joe Dante. Yeah, it made, uh, it made a little bit of money. It made like. Mm, Eight and a half million dollars profit. Thirty million. In the 90s, that's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was a $30 million well, it was. Budget. I think it was uh, riding on the success of the first film. Sure. Uh, Understandably so. Yeah. Um, uh, I will admit it's not as good as the first, but it's... I have watchable. one thing in common with Gremlins. I should not be fed after midnight. Oh, snap. Me either. Get really bad heartburn. Uh, bad you, you heartburn. should have put that in his intro. Don't feed, Don't him, feed him after midnight, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Colin Luggett. <laughs> you can just dub it in. Like, I'm going to yeah. do it for the next person. Yeah, it's going to be funny. We're going to play this back and we can't hear him because the music's like loud. <laughs> 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 we like, I hope it's Colin. It says like, it on the title. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to do the intro out. again, so it'll be easier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'll be fine. Um, yeah, you know, it's, you know it's cool, though. Uh, I was gonna say that it got a 80 percent of eighty six percent of Google users actually liked that movie. It has wow. a seventy one on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, you know what doesn't have a seventy one on the Rotten Tomatoes? Iron Man two. Exactly. That's true. So I don't know. Is... You're you're a Marvel fan, right? I like Marvel. I like DC. Yep. I like I like superheroes in yeah. general. You like the comics, right? Yeah, comic guy. And the movies, the movies are pretty good. Yeah. You like any of the? You watch any of the TV shows now? They're doing a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Watching them all. It's like, what's your favorite one? Out of the three that are out so far, mm-hmm. um, Burton Here's a Who. Yep, that's an option. It's gotta be um, Squirrel Girl. Mm, that's not kidding. an option. That's not. I was about to Google it. <laughs> that's not real. Yeah, I mean it's real, but it's not. <laughs> I mean out Squirrel there. Girl. Um. I really liked, I really liked Wandavision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just not expecting that show to go in the ways that it did, so it was, it was interesting. It was a really, really first, really, really nice first entry entry into um, television, like Marvel TV. Yeah. yeah, you said Squirrel Girl is an yeah. actual character. Yeah. That's gotta be. There's gotta be handfuls of the ones that they were like pitching in the the writers' room. They're like, what if we do Squirrel Girl? And they're like, fuck no, don't even Squirrel Girl, really. And then they did it. Did they the movie? I th- I feel like no. Ellen Page played her. Or sorry, no. yeah, you can't say Ellen. It's it Elliot, sounds like a like a you just dead name somebody on my fucking television or my <laughs> so podcast program. 
I corrected you son myself. Son of a bitch. You're right. What did he do? <laughs> it's Dead Elliot name. Page. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, dude. Um, Squirrel Girl is. Uh, so she played, or he played, a character on a another TV show. I don't as know if it Squirrel was a TV Girl. show or a movie, or did the voice acting for. But okay, I but feel it's like Marvel. Those right? two people are attached in some way. Ooh, maybe it was like an X Men situation. Is she like part of the X Men universe? She was. She played uh, Shadow Shadow Cat Kitty Pride. No, I meant like the the character uh, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Okay. I just know that it exists. Hmm. That's it. That's pretty crazy. There's a pretty long uh, Wikipedia document about her. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of weird. weird. I honestly can say I've never heard of her. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I was just thinking, like, there's, like, some cheesy names out there, right, for superheroes. What do you think the cheesiest superhero name is, uh, in your opinion? Let's think. Um, Deadpool. In Deadpool 2, there's Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That's 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 a mouthful. I don't think I'd it want is. that written on my underwear. Um, mm, that's true. There's... Batman. Yeah. He's a man and Superman. a bat. Superman. Stupid. Is it, is it your least favorite? Yeah, fucking good name, dude. <laughs> really scraping the bottom of the barrel there. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Superman? Same. Like, what? He's a man yeah. and he's super. Mm-hmm. And like Spider-Man. Cool. There's a lot of mans, women's. It's just like pick a thing and then add man or woman after it and you're, you're good to go. Yeah. I guess it's to make things digestible for people. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a could be relatable too because they're like oh they're a man and they can do all these stuff or they're woman and they can do all this stuff it's yeah. kind of cool i wish i could do that yeah. you should do one that's like duck leg duck, duck leg? leg yeah duck this, leg oh have you seen um what's that duck movie that uh spielberg was a part of it was howard a, the duck howard the duck i never saw i've only seen clips of the movie I do you know about this miles right? no it's a it's he's a part of the marvel comic universe yeah. his name is uh, Howard the Duck, Google it, and he, it's a live action movie from like the 80s. Yeah. And, and I then believe James it Gunn, hard. Yeah, no, it didn't. It yeah. wasn't a good movie that oh anybody, uh, he's creepy looking. It didn't get received well, but yeah. James Gunn in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, included that character. I do remember that. As a cameo. Yep. In the movie. And who oh, was really? it directed by, Miles? Uh, it was directed. I want to say it's somebody famous. Please hold. Like it seems like something like. Uh, who directed uh, Back to the Future? What was his name? Steven Spielberg. No, he was a producer. Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. That's right. Seems like it would yes, be a Zemeckis movie. It could movie. be. Created by Steve something. You're you're looking at Howard the Duck the comics, dude. You need the movie, dude. I put in. Oh my god. I put in. He's uh, got. Bing. He's using Bing. Oh, are, are you, you kidding co- me? Are you coding over there instead of doing this podcast? <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. He's hacking wow. my mainframe right now. <laughs> he, he's so overworked <laughs> that he has to just do work now. Google too. has failed you if you can't look up the director of Howard the Duck in less than 10 seconds. Dude. Right? That's true. Yeah, no. Right? I'm from a usability like standpoint, he should have just... two milliseconds. It's from 1986? Honestly. Yeah. He should have told me it was an old movie. That's, he did. He said 1980-something. Uh, what the record show? Yeah, uh, Willard Hook. Oh, that's who directed it. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, know who that interesting. is. Interesting. That's who is written, Miles. That's those are the writers. Writers and directors are two different people. 
God. Oh my God. Can you read? Oh my God. Can you read? Miles is like, Miles's life is, his mind is blown right now. He's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Miles. Yeah, we love you, Miles. Um, he still doesn't know. There's a Wikipedia page now. Uh, no, there's For no the film. Wi- no, there's no Wikipedia. Page. There definitely so is. Yeah, they scrubbed like it from be. the internet. Oh, no. They don't want anyone just to know. Could it cover exists. the conspiracy of like Howard the Duck, the movie, 1986. Yeah. Gets, gets scrubbed from. That was Wikipedia. the director, though. The guy said. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, okay, so no. he helped write it as well. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Oh, he was listed under the writers too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. I was like, what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was gaslighting him. <laughs> I thought it was a random thing to gaslight somebody on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lucas what a weird character. Executive. Star smoking, fucking like small, like pimping duck. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Comics are supposed to like reflect real life, so somebody felt those things and was like. I'm going to make this character, and he's going to be a duck. So, What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Like, period? Yeah. Mm, Avatar. Question. James Avatar? Cameron's the last Avatar. Airbender? No. Not the, that. That, the live action no. remake? No. <laughs> Not ever. That doesn't exist. So you're, you're pretty excited then for the, the sequel and subsequent um, third movie. Of Avatar, James Cameron's? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I was. I still say that it's my my favorite movie because I've been saying it that that it is for like oh. a long time. Um, it's an acceptable answer, I think, by most accounts, right? Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. But I was definitely more excited for it ten years ago when the when the movie came out, when the original movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's like like I'm still excited to see what 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 he does with that world because I feel like that world is so rich and like the world building of the Avatar movies. I think that the world building was much more interesting than the story itself. The story was like, you know, kind of what's been done a -hmm. lot before, but the world felt so alive and rich and like I wanted to go there and I knew it wasn't real, but I still wanted to go there because that's how alive it felt. So when like Disney opened the park in Animal Kingdom in, in Florida, I was like like I have to get here, I have to see this thing because like it exists in real life, like I can go there now. Yeah. Um and it's cool. Um but I'm excited to see what he does with with the rest of that world, like expanding it out more. See see what else is. Yeah. So is that why it's your favorite there. movie? Because nothing really has made you feel that way, or compares to how how you felt when you yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like when I was watching that movie, um, it was right around the 3D craze, mm-hmm. um, and it was just no other movie had like made me feel completely enveloped. In, yeah. in the world like i did not feel like i was watching a movie i saw it I saw in that. 3d and in 2d i remember yeah i didn't really like 3d it's kind no. of jarring yeah, yeah a little bit it's not for everybody i remember that was one of the last movies i remember being like oh dude the graphics are so good <laughs> like you people used to say that it was like oh my god the graphics man now yeah. nobody says that because the graphics are in like practically indistinguishable right from like real life these days right you know? Honestly, yeah, no. Um, Avatar's visual effects still hold up today. Like, Do they? Yeah, if you watch yeah. it, there's like, I think that 
usually when there are visual effects that um, help a they they add to the story of the film like it's it's they, they they're in service to the story of mm-hmm. the film sorry i'm taking so many breaths i'm from sea level <laughs> he's still catching your breath <laughs> still trying to catch my breath yeah. right now it's crazy you know, at, uh, does dick, not make sense at dick sporting goods they sell cans of oxygen do they really yeah, yeah. you take a little hits of o- o- o2 i need yeah. a little bit of that yeah, we um, should we should keep that <laughs> like, yeah, right, right, we should right. all do hits of the O2 before we, we go we're like we're well um well oxygenated so yeah. it doesn't that does help uh co- um well, cognitive thinking yeah yeah skills right i always wanted to try one of those oxygen bars just to see nah what I that was it. about it's, i think that was scam Plus it's, those dude, yeah probably but like orange flavored air come yeah, on maybe. I, want, I want some of that jason and i tried me. the oxygen can and like tried yeah. to hold our breath longer it didn't really work yeah no yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's probably just carbon dioxide that they put in there <laughs> yeah they're like <laughs> makes you breathe it's uh, less expired air um, David, <laughs> Dave, didn't David Blaine like he did some like underwater breath holding stuff? And yeah, he, that's what he was using, right? It was like pure oxygen, right? right? So you take exactly. a hit of that. But he's also a witch. Yeah, he's also uh, I mean, yeah. He did a record, right? Cra- uh, I believe he did. Yeah, yeah he's done like a lot hour. of yeah. Stupid, crazy it was like shit. it was like seventeen minutes or something like that. Yeah. But like he is also a wit. Like mm-hmm. he has made a deal with the devil yes actually a witch yeah he so. he he he's done some crossroads debauchery yeah, yeah. he did 100 he did the uh did you guys see the latest thing he did where he the like, balloons yeah he flew in yeah that was, it was weird so weird to me yeah, yeah. He was so excited about it, and, and I think you he watched was the it only you one that like, was excited about. Yeah, it. <laughs> you were like, "Cool!" It's like, like, "Hey guys, I got there. balloons!" <laughs> it's like, Look "Oh, me. hey guys, uh, David Blaine just flew up in the air on balloons and then parachuted down," and everybody's like, "All right." That's because the, the, the thing is, like, everyone's been underwater, so you know what it's like to to yeah. have the fear yeah. of like getting stuck you know claustrophobic right. but no one's been the fucking you know the where uh, planes go and like been outside mm-hmm. you know right. what i mean yeah so you don't you can't really relate to it what's your favorite david blaine stunt mm. i i really liked the one where um he was in that glass box uh-huh for like a month or however long that was. I thought that was cool. I think I remember that one. Um, I would say a follow-up would be when he like puts himself in that ice cube thing. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He's an extremist guy. Yeah. Sure. It's weird. What's this whole thing? Yeah. It's like self-discipline. Figure out how to push your body to the limit and then yeah. do it. I like this one's really popular. You probably see it everywhere when he sticks the uh, ice pick through his hand. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty arm. wild. Like he actually so does weird. that. Yeah. Like it's scar. It's like a practically a piercing at this point. Yeah. Does he really do that? Mm-hmm. That's it's just does. like a real thing. It's not magic. Like it's just a fucking stunt. He does Why it. Why doesn't he bleed? He does it like every. Because it's, uh, he's because done he's it so a much. It's, it's like when you put an <laughs> earring in and it doesn't bleed. Right. Yeah. It's because it's like scarred over. Oh, you know? Okay. So yeah. he has a bunch of like holes in holes his arm. Throughout yeah. his arm. Oh, oh, not wow. holes, but they're scar tissue. So right. Yeah. Just, I'm assuming like he put it in That's and funny. it was like sticking out on both ends and he just left it there for a little while and then pulled it out, let it heal, put it back in or something. I don't know. You got to think that stuff should get infected, right? Yeah, I feel Unless, like it would still bleed. And, I don't know. He's, 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 he's no expert on that. He's so Mine. weird though because he, he seems like 
he gets excited. Like he got super excited about the balloon thing. It was yeah. really weird because normally you don't see him get excited. Yeah. Like but normally <laughs> yeah. he's just like, "Hey, can I show you a trick?" Yeah, my name's Dave. That's Wayne. part of the character, like, though. Do you like life? No. <laughs> what are you doing this for? <laughs> my favorite. There's this. Um, I, th- I I I'm pretty sure that this was a magic trick, but he was on some talk show. I used to watch this clip like on the early early days of YouTube. Like I would watch this clip over and over again because I'm just like, how the fuck. Or how mm-hmm. how how the heck? Yeah, Yo, you can say fucking the show. Okay, how the yeah. fuck is he doing this? This is crazy. We just lost all of our PBS sponsors. <laughs> PBS. Yeah, Sesame Street was sponsoring the show. Sorry, now we just lost Big it. Bird. I'm God sorry. Damn it. Um, he like reaches in his chest, like he's like reaching around in his chest, and he mm. like pulls out his heart, like a beating heart. Oh Jesus! And it's just. It's such an amazing illusion mm-hmm. that it, like, I don't even know if it's an illusion. Like, till this day, I'm just like, this is, I don't yeah. know how he did that. That's got to be an illusion. I think so. I think he's a witch. That, that, that's yeah. a weird heart. He could have, like, uh, I don't know, dude. cut his ribs out. These, these like, stunt musician people, they go to a very, I mean, some of them die doing the stunts. And it's like, that's what they live for is trying to push the envelope right. to quite literally death right yeah for sure you know what documentary i watched was uh you guys ever seen the amazing jonathan Mm-mm. all right uh-huh. it's a documentary on hulu and it's about uh they there's this old vegas uh performer called the amazing jonathan you, if you saw a photo of him you probably would recognize him probably mm-hmm. anyway so the documentary starts out spoiler alert um about following him he's like dying okay and he's like trying to do shows again and stuff and he's got like x amount of time to live and then the guy that's making the documentary over the course of his documentary finds out there's also like four other documentaries being made like concurrently while he's shooting and (laughs) wasn't told about it (laughs) and then the whole documentary becomes about the documentary maker (laughs) dealing with the issue yeah it's the most bizarre fucking documentary ever that's kind of like tiger king yeah yeah was it called the amazing jonathan it's called the amazing jonathan yeah you know uh cole turned me on cole and matt yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's uh yeah it's weird it's weird it's like oh this documentary is about the documentary guy now not the the magician when something like becomes uh when something starts out as something and then like turns into something mm-hmm. else, much like this question about Avatar has turned into a conversation about David Blaine and magic and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. David Blaine. That's very true. I love that. That's that's the free form of conversation, my yeah. friend. Totally. Yeah. Good to be here, Frank. Yeah. Yes. Um, what was the question about Avatar? Uh, the question it was, was um, do you cosplay Avatar? Uh, why you gotta call me out like that, son? <laughs> no, I never have. Like, I'm a furry. No, I don't cosplay <laughs> Avatar. You fuck. <laughs> that would be fun to do. I have not, but that'd be cool. Yeah, I do do some cosplay stuff, but never Avatar. Yet. There's a gal on TikTok that mm-hmm. cosplays it, like head to toe blue paint, and with the tail, wow. and gets gets a unhealthy. Session with doing yeah. it, yeah. 
Um, some may say she may need some therapy in five years after oh, afterwards. Yikes. She get a lot of likes. Uh, maybe I don't know. I was I didn't investigate too too hard on that, but I saw it and I was like, oh, this is a. It's like, do you ever see those like t- videos of like the girl who thinks she's a dog or a horse? Yeah, and she li- like her boyfriend walks her, goes on walks, and she's like on all fours. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like that, but for Avatar. That's so weird. I mean. There's something for everybody. Yeah, to each it's, their own. People Whatever are happy. You happy. They're not hurting anybody. Yeah. Everybody's consenting. Yeah, like, it's, it's good. Whatever. I'm not consenting to that. <laughs> but that is atrocity. <laughs> how do you know they're consenting though? I mean, okay, like, yeah, how do you get my consent? Put you, put yourself in this situation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, okay, you're at the mall That's or weird. something, right? Yeah. You're just sitting there having your orange Julius, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you look like Julius, are we Julius going guy. to the mall in 1980? <laughs> it's still there. So okay. you're there, and uh, you got like a pretzel in your hand too. Yeah, and then okay. uh, <laughs> you you're just chilling. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're reading the news. You know, looking on Instagram a bit. Might go on Facebook. Probably like watch some TikToks and stuff. And uh, you're probably going to get up. Maybe you're going to go to Hollister, you know, yep. you're in high school. I feel school. like this is a very specific He's laying out the groundwork right now. Can yeah. you stop interrupting you him? You get done with you. Hollister <laughs> and you go sit outside it. And you're like, I'm going to finish my pretzel, right? Because you didn't finish the pretzel. Right? And the orange Julius. And uh, no, well, you finished that. So you have the pretzel now. So okay. you're eating the pretzel. You forgot that you needed mustard. So you go back to the pretzel stand. You get the mustard. Then you come back and you sit down. And then you're sitting there and you're just people watching and this like kind of younger guy and girl are walking past you and the guy is holding a leash and the end of the leash is around the girl's neck. Okay. So they're just walking by. Now, do you intervene or do you assume that it's like everything's cool? That's rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, so the, I feel like the normal thought process is oh this is out in public so everybody is most likely consenting in this mm-hmm. scenario oh so the bystander effect uh, yeah no, they <laughs> <not>. <laughs> um i learned about that in psych in, in high school i remember that yeah. stuff um no it's it's just like you you think okay so since they're this is like some kind of weird kink thing like mm-hmm. they're out in public so like it's probably like, you wouldn't think that anybody who wasn't into that would be doing that out in public. Mm-hmm. But it, you don't know. It's really hard. It's really hard to know because, like, maybe this person is, like, maybe the guy's, like, an R. Kelly. And he's, mm-hmm. like, has a whole bunch of children in his house and stuff. And that's, like, obviously very, very screwed up. Um, it also depends on the age of the gal. Yeah, I think, and also the fact that we've all kind of seen this on social media, like people do this, also kind of normalize it. So if I saw it, I'd probably be like, "Oh, okay." You'd probably get your phone out and film. Take, TikTok, I, I would definitely take a few, <laughs> few TikTok or uh, videos of it. I also just walk over and be like, "My turn." <laughs> <laughs> that's so screwed. That's um, great. Yeah, no, that's just a weird. I've, I've, yeah. I, I haven't been in that situation, so I don't know. Yeah, because. I mean, that's a thing. Like people, people will. Um, what, do, what do you call that? Like, you and when you work on the person, you basically brainwash them. Oh yeah, you're yeah you're grooming uh, them. What grooming? Like grooming? Yeah, people yeah. will groom someone like into a thinking, Stockholm syndrome yeah. type situation. It's like right. I, like I'm your like you're mine, yeah. and this is just how you should act. 
know. Right. But there's also the whole, like, I don't, are we allowed to talk about the kink community and stuff mm-hmm. on of this course. podcast? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole, uh, you know, there's like a lifestyle that people live and it's like yeah. this whole, it was like a, there's a whole bunch of different, it, it's, it's very vague and encompassing of a whole bunch of different things that a whole bunch of consenting adults do. So it's not like, I don't want to look at it like it's something, um, I'm not like here, hey, Colin, I'm Colin Lockett and I'm a spokesperson for kink, like kink and BDSM and stuff. But it's just like, it's, it's a, you can't, you can't uh, shame the kink. No, you can't, you can't judge people based on, uh, things that they are choosing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, as long as they're not hurting anybody else. Right. So we should legalize drugs. consenting. Because same argument. You're just like, I'm just like never thought about like, that. Oh, that was Walking so through. weird. Don't dude. talk to me in that tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- I think that's true though. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Like you feel like you should do something. Yeah. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. what if? It's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. And then you're like, well, if I do, they could just get mad at me. Yeah. Like I could be judged. It's just a weird gray area. And mm-hmm. what I mostly do when things are gray for me, I'm just like, I'm not. Gonna I'm just going to step over here mm. and observe a little anything. bit longer. I do that see, a lot too. Mostly because I don't want to get murdered. Mm. Same. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. a, like if you're ever at a gas station, yeah. just pump your gas and get back in your car. Yeah. yeah. And if someone yells at you, just be like, okay, no, thank I'm you. I'm make it. No, thank you. Bye. I, yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm, con- I'm confrontational when I have to be about things that I really care about. Mm. But, um, if I can go, without a confrontation like if i can talk through something like in a chill manner yeah that's what i try to do okay it's confrontation that's a good way of approaching uh any kind of situation i I admire that de-escalate it is as much as as much as you can some 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 certain some uh situations you can't de-escalate but so so i have a scenario for you yeah okay imagine you go you're going to walmart Mm -hmm. getting some produce and uh, you like you p- you pick up your oranges. Next, you're going for the apples. You're probably going to need some avocados, so you're going over the avocado aisle. Mm-hmm. And then you 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 look over to the side, and you notice that the grapes are on sale. So you're like, oh, I'm going to need some grapes. So you go over to the grapes, and you're like inspecting them. And then you put it in your car, and then you like you know put your hands on your car, and then you look up, and there's this guy, and he's carrying a suitcase behind him mm-hmm. through Walmart, and uh, he just drops the suitcase looks at you and then starts screaming at you like what the fuck are you looking at me like you think it's weird because i'm walking through walmart with a suitcase i'll beat the shit out of you what do you do well the first thing uh is i would not be at walmart because i don't go there good point i don't really like walmart yeah we hate walmart not because of the people there but because walmart uh they um enforce uh slave labor in china i hate them because of that and the people that go there Mm. No, you shouldn't hate people. Yeah, it's bad. Bad to hate people. Okay. You you dislike some of the patrons of Walmart. Fair enough. Yeah. Walmart, um, don't defund us, please. <laughs> so let, let's say let's say you're there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just say you're there for whatever reason. At mm-hmm. the yeah. local supermarket. Nope. Has to be Walmart. Oh, it has to be Walmart. Okay. Yeah, because certain things that happen in Walmart just 
get by. Like they they slide by. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, there's a certain amount of debauchery that can happen in a Walmart before it becomes a problem. Like right. where the law enforcement steps in, there's like a, it's like a higher margin than Target. Like yeah, a higher tolerance. Like of, if somebody like gets shot, yeah. usually. Yeah, it's like, eh, we'll let it slide. Yeah. We'll call the cops as if another person dies. Right. <laughs> if, if it turns into a mass shooting, basically. Yeah. yeah. If 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 the bullet ricochets into somebody else, then then we'll get involved. Yes, but if it's go. just one person, if it fine. if it breaks open the uh, the makeup uh, yeah. glass, yeah. <laughs> then so we're calling. Um, in that situation, I would probably just walk away. Yeah, you'd be okay. like, not so. Dude. Now you're walking away, and the man continues to scream at you, mm-hmm. uh, like I'm gonna like I'm gonna take you outside. I'm gonna beat you up. You just keep walking, or you do you run? No, I just keep walking. And do you look back at him to no. make sure he's not like behind you? You just I, ghost him. I pretend that yeah. he does not exist anymore because uh, normal people don't engage. Yes, uh, he like didn't follow the rules of engagement. Don't engage in that kind of stuff. Right. So if you're doing that, then I'm just going yeah. to ignore you rather than uh, get physical or anything. But if something were to happen where he attacked me and of course i'm going to defend myself yeah, yeah. if you do an attack he has to take out your knife defend no i don't own those oh. hmm. so that happened to me but you're going to walmart probably should get a knife in this story colin the the walmart colin character has to have a knife on him <laughs> actually what you do it's really reckless if you're being on the I, I honestly i'm, I'm kind of upset you're going to walmart without an proper defense so proper, proper equipment an, yeah you're yeah. such an idiot <laughs> uh no actually what you do is you just run over to the gun section yeah. <laughs> they're not loaded though are they well you got to get the ammo first well that's a get process the ammo loaded. well you yeah. mean it's one much pretty big you could like kind of weave in and out of the aisles lose them a little bit yeah be all sneaky yeah. just go, nope, 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 do you guys nope, ever nope, think about nope, like nope, what nope. you would uh do if um a, if you got like locked, like zombie apocalypse, it's not really gonna happen. But if like there's whoa, whoa, some whoa, sort stop. of you said not not gonna happen. Yeah, you sound so sure. <laughs> what do you sure. know, Colin Lockett? And I'm I'm I can't tell FBI. you anything. FBI. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. No, if you're ever like caught in a a, f- a place like a, a grocery store or a, a Costco or something like that, mm-hmm. like just this giant place that has a bunch of stuff in it. Um, and like you're stuck that, in there during yeah. an ap- apocalypse. Like, do you ever think about like, oh, like, what yeah. would be my plan for survival? Like, how would I ration stuff out? How would I like? Yeah, it's like kind of like doomsday prepper mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Step one: make a fort in the paper towel aisle. Okay. Yeah, because then you have access to uh, to soft stuff. Like, you can make a bed out of a couple layers of paper towel right. roll bundles oh and if you have to poop you can just poop right, right there on the bed right, right there. there yeah uh that is very good also but it's, but it's wrong so what you oh. have to do first oh, is sorry. make your fort in the steel you have oh. to go up because then you're protected from any well, kind I meant of assault that. wait but i meant that you, yeah. we just didn't know that like we had to we thought we were in there it was just us yeah, it was just like just us. Yeah, it is just you. Okay, why so why would I need protected? to get up though? Just in case of a zombie. Uh, yeah, just in case something. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Breaks in. You, you're yeah. you're up in the steel. You you have like time to yeah survey the situation. Would you want to like go outside and like paint the doors to make it look like it's the wall? Mm, ooh, because yeah, that'll 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 deter. They'll think it's a wall, and so yeah. they won't go to the door. The True. zombies yeah. take the handles off so they True. can't open it. 
Um, I know your Costco doesn't sell these, but <laughs> my Costco sells um, inflatable hot tubs. So second thing I'm doing after making the fort, um, I'm going to blow up the hot tub. Mm-hmm. Put I it you right were gonna outside. tell us that you were gonna buy one. I was getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> season two, baby. Season two. Shh. Um, <laughs> we'll put it in here. Yeah, it's the second thing I'm gonna do. Yep. Um, Hot tub. Yeah, I mean, you got to think tough. like that's a pretty. That's a pretty. Um, as long as you can properly defend the Costco, you're pretty set. I mean, there's a lot of food in there. How do you? Uh, it's a lot of a lot of non-perishables. There's a lot of perishables, but yeah, you know, you eat as much as of those first as you can until those like go bad. How do you heat up the water in the hot tub? Good question. Um, it's like one of those like lights. You like twist the thing. Yeah, you like plug it into a light. Yeah, you have. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I have. I have probably like one or two people under me, under in this <laughs> colony, and their job is strictly to be on on uh, crank duty. So they just crank that energy crank, and it keeps it warm. Okay. I'm talking about like Negan. So. I'm Negan in this. Yeah, scenario. you're Negan. <laughs> <laughs> and. <All right>. uh, <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, that took a turn. Yeah, that's cool. it. Always does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Costco, that's a good. That's a good place to be during the apocalypse. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, just about everywhere is a bad place to be in the apocalypse. I'm. I just. I'd probably just end it right. Like you, you watch The Walking Dead. And yeah. You just like the pain that those people have endured. You get to. You get to imagine like that's probably better. Yeah. Like I used to always like wonder why people would like kill themselves in those situations it's like no like survive as long as you can but mm-hmm. like if the future is literally that bleak like yeah. like you have to um i am legend mm. for instance mm-hmm. movie that you know i don't care what people think about it. i i love that movie it's, it's a great movie it's like really near and dear to my heart and when will smith spoilers has to kill his dog sam oh, yeah. Uh-huh. His only companion that for like worst. years. That's the probably the saddest <sighs> moment. So sad for a movie that I can think of. You yeah. literally have to give up on the one thing that is also living yeah. that you care about. You have to kill that thing because yeah. you know if you don't, it's gonna kill you. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, also, that the writers so knew exactly what they were doing That's in really that hard. one. Oh yeah. They're like, oh, we're gonna get them so fucking good. Yeah. Because everybody, like, okay, most people have had to deal with, like, a dog passing away growing up. Mm -hmm. If you had dogs growing up, the likelihood that they ended up passing away at one point, and Mm -hmm. you know how that feels. So when they, I feel like we were exploited a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't consent to it. (laughs) Yeah. That was was a really hard one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's life. Um, I am legend. I remember the one thing I think of the most is the gas price when he's like when they're, he's driving oh, down the middle was it? it was like six something okay. six but and, so california and, and what <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what uh i can't remember what year it is but i'm pretty sure it's past our yeah. our current year yeah. as of today um and so uh i always think about that my like, gas price is definitely not that high mm-hmm. yet you know inflation yeah. you never know that's true i yeah. always Oh, go ahead. That would be a fun uh, world to live in for like a couple weeks. Oh, that sounds you could just do whatever, where, where you could just do whatever you wanted. Yeah. And then afterward, you're like, all right. I know, but like every night you have to like lock yourself 
And so, you don't yeah, have to. It sounds pretty terrible. Going back to the whole, like, just off yourself right at the beginning and yeah. skip all the bullshit. Like, yeah. if Walking Dead, which is still on at this current moment, uh, they're still doing more seasons. If that show doesn't end on, like, a really happy note and prove that all this bullshit was worth it, then I'm going to be pissed. I don't we're still watch Is the anyone show. anyone still alive? Yeah. Either? From the, from the no, there's a few people. There's Didn't a few like characters. Rick die too, like the main character? I don't know. I, I stopped watching, honestly. I heard he left the show, so either they they killed him off or he like, you know, Just walked into, into the, the sunset, world. which yeah. I guess would be the optimal. Yeah. I know Rick and Carl solution. were like the main characters in mm. the graphic novel. Mm. And when Carl spoilers dies on the show, yeah. it's just like okay and then rick leaves and it's like okay like do you still have a show at that point yeah. like i don't know <laughs> i think that's what happened the real show i think he just left and then yeah. now they're doing like uh i don't know i don't know what they're doing yeah it's like was it fx is that what it is it's it on amc amc's the walking dead uh, that's why it's still on because they're yeah. like shit we don't have any more shows <laughs> yeah, AMC's AMC's like, we've not been have leaning on like, this for years they got it's rid of breaking bad source of they don't revenue really anything else do you guys watch speaking of robert kirkman um invincible mm. the show on amazon prime another mm. another another dig it or another another shout out yeah. to Amazon. what's that one about so that show is about a kid named Mark Grayson, who is uh, just your normal everyday teenager. He reminds you a lot of Peter Parker, like a Spider-Man type character. And he gets superpowers and he like is learning how to be a superhero from his uh, father. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, Bradley Cooper. Uh, his father's Omni Man. I can't remember his his yeah. actual like the character's name, but um, hmm. but he's like the world's greatest superhero, and he's learning how to be a superhero from him. And things don't go like you think they're gonna go, and it's a really good show. Hmm. Does sound interesting? Did there's you watch? A, there's a few of those. Yeah. Like there's like Jupiter's Legacy, and there's there's one that's on Netflix. They already canceled it. They should. Yeah, they already did. <laughs> it was good. But only part of it. It was, was good. out for it was out for like four months, and they were like, "Eh, we're pulling the plug." Yeah, I I get it. I I feel bad for people like um. Uh, Josh Duhamel, mm-hmm. who was like one of the main characters in it, top headlined actor. Who, oh, he'll be okay. I'm sure he'll. No, he'll somebody. be okay. But it's like, <laughs> it's just like I get that whole like you're you're putting your pat your your heart and soul into a project, and then people are just like, eh. Yeah, I don't want this. It's oversaturated. Like, the whole superhero, ugh. like uh, non-mainstream storytelling of it. Yeah, like uh, like the Marvel has its own dig, a, a gig, and then you have like the boys. You have Jupiter's right. Legacy. You have Invincible. There's a few other ones on right. some other networks, and it's like, oh, how how large of an audience do you think there is out there for that genre? I um, think it's huge still. It's huge. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but obviously not huge enough because. Mm. They threw tons of money at Jupiter Legacy, and it flopped in four months. Well, I mean, it just depends on, like, you got to throw the money at the right parts. Yeah. And clearly, the I feel, I feel in my personal, like, not taking away from the show or anybody involved in it, my personal uh, opinion on it was just that 
the story wasn't there. Like mm. it just wasn't interesting enough to 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 really hold me as a viewer. So, um, so the fans who are watching these types of shows are probably more interested in the story. I think so. Like, like I think that's what stuff. That's like what grounds uh, people into any kind of media really like any kind yeah. of movies or anything it's it's got like video games it's got to have a good story like that's what keeps people coming back if it's yeah it's without just a name flashy then it's it's yeah it'll just, be flashy but it, it won't have any substance you could make a rude. shitty spider-man movie and people it would still sh- sell that, a lot of tickets though right that's something yeah. i was about to bring up that example really because i saw a youtube <laughs> video recently uh talking about why they never uh, why they canceled Spider like the fourth Spider Man, and mm-hmm. they start and then they used uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield and then uh, Tom Tom Holland, right? Right. Um, and it was like I think Spider Man Three was like the highest grossing Spider Man. Yeah, they just kept beating each other. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but the thing is that he talked about it was like it would be hard. To, it would be hard to find like a true fan or a critic of of those types of movies mm-hmm. who actually liked, like liked the movie. Right. We like talk about it versus the, the first two. Right. Um, and when they started, uh, producing the fourth one, I guess the, the writer or the director, I can't remember who it was. He basically was like, I just can't make it good enough. So we're not going to do it. Right. Mm. That sucks because I feel like there were some definitely unresolved things happening between MJ and Parker. Yeah. yeah. They just kind of like, it almost felt like a to be continued type of situation at the end of that one. Right. And I was a big fan. I loved that, that Spider-Man. It's my favorite totally uh, franchise. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the uh, Raimi yep. Spider-Man's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were really, really, really good. The first two are amazing. Yeah. Um, and it really, it really put superhero movies back in the spotlight. Yeah. Um, 100%. That's true. I yeah. Think, I think it, it launched, it without spider-man that spider-man marvel wouldn't be where yeah. it's at today yeah, that spider-man really movie it. i remember <clears throat> leaving uh i was in like third grade i think and i remember leaving school early with like one of my friends mom came and picked us up in her minivan and we went to like this small theater in wellington florida and saw the first spider-man in 2002 and that movie i think is the reason why I like love superheroes and mm-hmm. like why I wanted to make movies and stuff about superheroes and all that kind of stuff. Like that is what that is like my catalyst mm-hmm. is Spider-Man 2002. Like that movie would, like changed everything. Yep. Yeah. It was he's such a relatable character. Yeah. And so as a as a young impressionable adult like watching that you're you're instantly drawn to his character yeah. and yeah that's powerful yeah that's pretty it's really powerful. good and it holds up today it's still just as good mm-hmm. as it was back then yeah need to watch it again and jk simmons as j jonah jameson oh my god oh my gosh is the best casting yes that has ever existed yes it's the best it i can't think of a character whenever you now whenever you uh see him you're like oh yeah spider-man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. parker <laughs> Parker, give me more pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, so perfect. It looks just like the guy in the comic. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. He's beautiful. Yeah, but then yeah. I think the it's they talked about how the Andrew Garfield. There's two movies where he mm-hmm. was in, right? Yeah, um, kind of flopped because number one, he was older, 
like him as an actor was older than um than what's his name toby yeah uh, toby yeah yeah uh, really yeah i think they i think he was older but like mm-hmm. only by like a year or so they were both kind of like i think they were both like 20 like over 27 okay when they started the role yeah. yeah so um and then they kind of like replayed basically mm-hmm. like what we already knew so yeah. it was, like there wasn't really much extra to it um and then i think the tom holland ones were kind of a hit because uh he's like young He's like this this young guy and he's kind of like finding uh himself and like and then of course like bringing him into the avengers you know right right already successful billion dollar industry like yeah. they're like okay yeah you can you can hop into this you could probably make a billion dollars by yourself on your name alone yeah we'll add you yeah. at that point in, at that time and point in like the marvel success you could put iron man in any old like random marvel movie and mm-hmm. make it so good like people would want to or sell it at least a I lot i think that's what's crazy about um what uh john favreau and mm-hmm. um what's the main kevin feige and what they were able to do with the marvel universe iron man like he had a television show in the in the 90s but he was not a main character he was a b-list superhero yeah like marvel back then you had pretty much spider-man and wolverine like those were your two main marvel characters that everybody loved like they were the obviously they don't fill the same roles but they were like the superman and the batman yeah of marvel like that's who everybody loved um but they were able, able to take a b-list character like iron man tony stark and literally make him into one of the most beloved superhero characters of all time yeah. like that's that's insane and by far the most important to the the whole timeline yeah. story yeah 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 it's just it's it's crazy like i i feel like people like go and they watch the movies and like they're they're great and everything but like you don't just you don't mm-hmm. i don't know if people appreciate like what they were able to accomplish where you have Tony Stark and like Thor. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Thor is in here right now. Thor and like these 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 obscure Marvel characters on women's T-shirts in Forever Twenty One. Like mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. That's like insane to me. Yeah, it it's the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's crazy what they were able to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's my favorite. Um, out of out of the that whole like phase one through four type situation that mm-hmm. they did, um, yeah, a, a, any Spider Man that comes after, I'm always like very critical of it. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, it makes sense. Growing up with it, um, yeah, that's what is your your favorite? You mentioned to me before off the podcast mm-hmm. uh, that Captain America is your favorite of the movies, right? No, I didn't say that it was my. favorite favorite character not even my favorite no? character no oh. i just said that i really liked the costume design oh in captain america right that's what we were talking about which yeah. was amazing yeah like i love the costume like i love the pop uh, the costume progression in all of those movies uh just how again it's serving the story mm-hmm. of the movie um how at different points in that hero's journey the Carl Young's is it Carl Young? 
Joseph Campbell, Joseph Campbell's hero's journey, um, how they get different equipment and different uh, looks to mm-hmm. mark their change as as a character and as a hero. Like, it's just it's really cool, and they do that really well in all the Marvel movies. Like they do it um, in Captain America: First yeah. Avenger, where he goes from having his uh, trash can lid shield before he uh, gets the superhero serum and you know yeah. has his famous you know I can do this all day words and as he progresses as Captain America you know he gets different versions of that shield and mm-hmm. different versions of his suit and they mean different things to him and to the audience and the same thing happens in Iron Man where he like upgrades the he upgrades the suit because he's like this innovator he's constantly trying to make things better and like whereas one at the beginning of the movie he's making things better to uh serve selfish needs by the end of the movie he's making things better to protect people yeah which is what he was supposed to be doing from the beginning so it's just it's really cool how how it illustrates um the character growth, even in the the new Spider-Man movies, to 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 mm-hmm. ducktail back into that, um, you know, he gets his original suit made by Iron Man. He gets made by Tony Stark, but by the end of Far From Home, like the second Spider-Man movie, he is making his own suit. Mm. You know, so it's like he's growing beyond the need to have uh, this mentor character. Like he's becoming his own man. Like I think that that stuff is just woven into the fabric of the, those movies. And I know from making movies myself that thought is put into every one of those decisions for, for, for those characters to do those things. Like nothing happens uh, by mistake. Like it's all measured and calculated for those things to happen. Yeah. Kudos to the costume designer. Yeah. yeah that's really interesting. It. I don't know if I've ever thought about it like that. I mean, I've definitely noticed um, like how, how that plays into the story. Uh, like I, I thought that was interesting when Captain America loses his shield at some point. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have it. And then it's like, it's like half as good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> like 50%. that's like part of his identity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I've ever really looked at it like as a whole, how much the, they change based on that. Yeah. He, even like uh, Thor, I don't know if his costume changes much, but like he does. Like he he gets like the, I don't know what that power is. The... Right. Uh, I wonder if it's. I know you guys are you, you guys were raised Catholic, so you know about the the Bible and stuff. You know like the <laughs> parallels of Samson, yeah. right? And you know like how his power like was in his hair, and like Thor had long hair, and then he gets his hair cut in oh. one of the movies, and like that's like a time of great change for that character like he like becomes a completely you you could even say a completely different character during that time so i think that that i don't know yeah. if that was intentional but and he loses an eye and he loses an eye yeah mm-hmm. he becomes more like uh, his father yeah um Sean i don't Bowden. i don't know i know that sometimes art can be pedantic where you're just like ascribing meaning to things that don't really have meaning or like the artist didn't intend those meanings but like 
I think that's like art is completely subjective. Like you just to the take eye away, of the beholder. Yeah, you take away what is what you get out of it, and that's why it's like it's always so so enjoyable. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that that's a uh, that's certainly true for like um, fine art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Would you you would you would consider like I don't know Iron Man, the movie, a work of art? I would think so. Yeah. 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 It's it's, it makes me feel something when I watch it, mm. and I think art is supposed to move you. That's true. So I sometimes feel moved when I see art. I Go to the art museum or sculpture parks and stuff. Yeah. I have a harder time feeling moved from that type of art. I um, don't know why. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely other forms of art. Which kinds? That make me... F- that that uh, move you? Music. Yeah. Uh, television, movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but like looking at a, a painting or a picture, it's a little bit harder mm-hmm. sometimes. I would um, agree with that, yeah. Especially like with a lot of abstract art. I think it maybe it's just because it's not something I understand. Mm-hmm. Like I, <clears throat> I never really liked when I would have to take uh, exams in school when it was like, what did the author mean when they said you know, and then like some paragraph or whatever. Yeah. I was like, I'm not the author. I have no <laughs> fucking clue what they meant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think you almost have to be emotionally vulnerable when you're in those if you're looking to be moved by art, because mm-hmm. you almost have to let it. Um, you almost like it's kind of cheesy to say you almost have to let it tell its story to you in a way and it's always like based on what you're going through in your life at that moment mm-hmm. can obviously influence how you feel about something for sure so you know um, sorry to interrupt I yeah. really feel that that you just said like depending on what you're going through in your life yeah. with music Mm. music has never been something that is super um like i always have liked music but i've never been like super into it but um just with certain things that i've been going through breakups and all that stuff like it's very like just very uh tactile like i can really feel mm. the music more than i ever could have yeah uh, back in the day like it just it just means a lot more. I agree. That dude, music makes me feel the most. Yeah. Like there's no other thing that can make me feel instantly a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also, it's just like the right song at the right moment, the right time of day. Like, Oh, they're talking to me. Like, Oh dude, the song, <laughs> you just know like some, some, just some crazy dark magic went into making this this particular <laughs> song right. like that just there's always that one song that can just hit you different you know and uh that's so weird to me like nothing else affects me the way music does right. moves me it, it is weird yeah I, I wonder if it has something like uh, in your subconscious or, or just like the way uh sound waves are like could be you consuming them can make you feel a certain way i wonder if like the producers like for me it's like a good uh, album that makes me move <laughs> it moves me is fleetwood max rumors album 
like fantastic album and some of the songs in there just like you gotta imagine like the they're doing their thing and they're writing in the studio i wonder if like the producer is sitting behind and he's going holy shit like (laughs) what just happened yeah like did you feel that did you like play it again yeah oh my god dude now that that is something that's what legends are made of you know or if it or is it just like um i don't know uh sold to us in a way i don't know i I feel like it's probably it's probably that i mean for probably a lot of artists it may just be that especially ones that are just trying to pump out another album or something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but ones that you like you think are awesome probably is that they're like this is like best shit we've ever made this is crazy yeah even people like post malone like will admit like writing his process of writing music is just like there's golden nuggets that just come out of fucking nowhere just like you just grab them out of of the open air and just latch onto it and it's like very much i think he admitted to like a lot of like in the moment type of writing um where it just like happens right there right and uh you almost have to like spend as much time as possible to get as much of those moments yeah so like practicing your craft right is like almost unavoidable in that way like so much hours of of practice and time put into your craft i mean i don't unless you're just lucky i feel like most people who are legends of their own craft um are not shy to um repetition and just hours and hours and hours and hours of um doing that that one thing i was gonna say something to that effect like i was watching this um I think I was watching like a video on YouTube or something and um, they were talking about, I think it was in regards to like, uh, like uh, visual art, visual art. Cause that's what I'm, I'm, I've been really into these days lately and um, concept art and stuff. And um, they were saying that you can't as an artist um, work and build your yourself and your work ethic around inspiration because those moments are very fleeting. Mm. Like they, they're few and far between. Like, of course you're going to experience those, but like you have to, like you said, practice your craft constantly um, so that you get to a good enough level, like a, a, a standard uh, for, reaching that inspiration mm. but every time if, if if i think they said something to the effect of if you are trying to do art based on those times that you're feeling inspired you won't practice enough like you mm-hmm. won't do enough stuff because um those moments are so fleeting so it's like you have to continue to work at your craft even if mm. you're not feeling inspired so that you are constantly creating in the only way that you continue to feel inspired and the only way that you can raise that you know threshold of inspiration like those those moments that inspiration is happening is to continue doing the craft constantly yeah i feel like a lot of the time inspiration doesn't come while doing your practice Mm -hmm. like you know a lot of people a lot of great creators will say like the most the 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 best times to be creative is when you're unproductive Mm -hmm. like you're just 
observing the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's a, like going off of that. I think um, experiences are probably huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think is like probably why a lot of rock stars and stuff do crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they fuck they, off all the time. Yeah, because yeah. they get a lot of experiences. Yeah, they get out their, of that. their stories and stuff. Yeah, they, and then they, they become muse, good storytellers they have too. Yeah. You know? That, that, good muse yeah everybody true. needs a good muse that's yeah. that's uh sometimes when i when i watch a movie uh or watch a tv show or something like I, I'll, I'll watch a scene and i'll just be like wow i feel like that was like that person like whoever wrote this or directed it or acted it like went through like they experienced something in their life mm-hmm. that like made this scene basically right. mm. um and, and like like it wouldn't have happened if, if they hadn't. Yeah. Did you guys watch Euphoria on yeah. HBO? That show, like, that's the first thing that popped into my head when you said that. Like, that, mm. I know that, I think the creator's name is Sam Levinson. Mm-hmm. And I know that from what I've read about it, that show is, like, super personal to him. Like, it is his mm. story like, yeah. through addiction and stuff. And, like, you can see it. Like, it, it Definitely. looks so personal like it feels personal like it's like how everything. if you think about like the writing process somebody just sitting down and writing this you're like there's no way you just thought Made of this that all up, yeah. yeah 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 unless you experienced it it's yeah. like you had to have or someone told you their story all right yeah. yeah that show is so good and if you haven't watched it you gotta watch it it's really i good. have not watched it but yeah, it's, it's right. on my my list i have a little hbl to watch list they're making a season two got, got delayed because of covid i think oh, yeah I think oh, really? they released like a couple um, in between uh, season one, season two, like oh, yeah. little limited series things. Okay. Oh, that's cool. I Not enough shows yet. do that. No. You know who? The podcasts do that a lot. Yeah. Mostly because the barrier to entry is so inexpensive right. compared to television. Right. Do a little mini, mini episode is like so expensive for a production company, like right. a television production company. Right. Um, it, it's cool because you start to build like a universe around your story. Right, like you can tell little limited, like stories, small short stories, and um, if your fans are into it, then it's like creates like a mythos around your story, right? Right. There was this one podcast. Um, I think I told you to watch or to listen to it. Watch it. To listen to it. Um, before you started this podcast, when you were like thinking about starting this podcast, mm. um, called my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> yeah, I had to remember this. You telling me that and. Yeah. They do they do something like that too. They like do a footnotes podcast where they like kind of just like, you know, shoot the shit and talk about, you know, what they've been talking about, and it's 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 like a cool like a community building hmm. uh, thing. But that oh, that podcast is so good. Everybody's gotta watch it. Shout out to, to them. It. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I'll have to listen. Much like this one. Aw, shucks. Aww. Thanks. You should tell other people that too. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. No, no. I'm only saying it because I'm here and you guys uh, gave me a jumbo shrimp. Yeah. In the green room? Wait. Did you not get the jumbo shrimp? I didn't get the jumbo shrimp. Oh, oh my God. Uh, gotta gotta smack Felix around a little bit. Make sure yeah. he gets that. And you make a jumbo didn't shrimp. get around to doing, doing you. They did me and Miles. Yeah. The makeup career that came in. You know. Did you get Remember? it done? That? Yeah, I got that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. say if you didn't, you're looking good. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Stop it. Stop, Miles. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. 
Cute. He compliments all of our guests like this. Don't don't oh. give him any. He's credit. just like he's just like Loki. Um. So you're yeah you uh you're really into the whole concept art creation thing right now yeah that's you, that's like my vice thing real quick did you guys want another drink yeah I'll take another one okay um maybe we'll get something from the cooler yeah so, okay okay sure let's Thank do you, it um, quickly for everybody what is your um what is your Instagram handle uh, it is at lockjawart l o c k j a w a r t you got just like two more two more likes or two more <laughs> follows from this yes yeah buddy slowly that's, baby steps baby steps that's two baby more than steps. i've ever had um yeah i might change though like i'm not there's 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 another thing uh like someone has a twitter handle named lockjaw arts mm, and i kind of yeah i kind of don't want to get confused with them so i either have to become more popular yeah. than them or subpoena or, them or just like change my name again send them a cease and desist letter <laughs> yeah chances are uh you know what you could do what? just buy lockjawart.com mm-hmm. and then trademark it because that's what you and it'll create a logo for it, trademark the name because it's a pretty unique name. You could probably trademark that, and then you could send him a cease and desist letter, <laughs> and he would have to do it, or else you could liably sue him in uh, claim small claims court. Ooh. The law, yeah, the law, so complicated. Oh my god, do it. I was I was uh, watching. Uh, we will come back to this, but I was watching a, this guy on YouTube uh, who I subscribe to, and uh, he uh, his name's Graham, Graham Stefan. You guys ever? No. He does never finance stuff. I'm sure other people have heard of him. But uh, he he has this, like, joke where it's kind of a joke where he makes, like, 20-cent coffees at home. He's like, why would you go to Starbucks when you can make, like, 20-cent coffee, right? Right. Um, yeah. And so he was going to start a coffee company. Um, so he, like, got the designs, all this stuff, uh, he, and he was, like, they were getting ready to produce it and then uh, distribute it. And someone sent him a letter and was like, uh, you like your design is too close to ours, and the name is too close to ours, or whatever it was. Yep. And he, what he he was like, I could either uh, go to court with them and spend a bunch of money, or I could just start over and like redesign it, and that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And he thought that would be cheaper than probably. To to it depends on how litigious the other uh, company is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, they hadn't even uh, like started either. I don't think. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those cases where like someone was trying to fuck him, basically. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the situation. I mean, he should have done his homework. Honestly, you can go and look up copyrights and oh, trademarks. He, he, and, he has the trademark for it. And somebody tried to fight him for it. Yeah. Oh well, he could countersue and, he, and cover he, the legal fees. He, He's he could, but he could, but what what he explained is like it's not like black and white. Yeah. Just because you have it doesn't right. mean you have it. Really, right. it it just increases your odds of winning. Yes. Yeah. Right. Question about or not question, but like just thoughts about copyright. Mm-hmm. I wonder what's going to happen when Mickey Mouse moves into the public domain. Oh, Disney will okay. never let that will happen. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying like how how do you how do you how do you use the law to make that not happen? Yeah. My question is how have they used the law? Uh, do you guys very know? carefully. Yeah, I mean, they, it's it's not in the public domain yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it should no, be. Is it? it should be. It's just 70 it's years, right? 
Mm, I don't know. Miles should look that up. I think it but is. But I know, I do know for a fact that Disney has manipulated that law mm-hmm. in order to retain copyright of a lot of their a lot of their um, IP. IP, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they almost would to never a let Disney grow. almost to a very and and they will they will go after you. Yeah. Yeah. They have a whole legal team constantly working on smashing. Uh, Smashing people for replicating their art. I heard about them selling preschool it. ones for for yeah for putting um, Mickey and Donald and like Goofy and like Disney characters on <laughs> like the preschool just painted them on their wall and then Disney yeah. was like, like no 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 sir no thank you I don't think you're yeah. you can do that okay so I think you were right then because he died in Disney died in 1966. Mm-hmm. And it's 70 years after the death of the author, okay. or if it's work of a corporate authorship, mm-hmm. which yeah. it might be, it's 95 years. Wow. See, so, so Disney could make, could probably throw a lot of money at it have lawyers and lobbies working against that and say it was part of a corporate entity type situation. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's 70 years, huh? So, I mean, I think that might be new because just Googling why is Mickey Mouse not in the public domain? Yeah. Um, they said that the new Copyright Act allowed creators to have protection for their entire life plus 50 years. Yeah, see, that's what I thought was they had, they had you know, fucked with the, or at least lobbied to get, I'm pretty sure they're the reason why that's a new law. Yeah. Um, which like listen, um, I'm all for uh, artist rights. Uh, Disney though, you could make an argument doesn't need copyright like <laughs> of Mickey Mouse anymore. No, I mean I I understand it from both perspectives. Like Disney is a multinational corporation that is they got they got a hell of money. Like they have so much money, it's it's ridiculous. But at the same time. Sorry. At the same time. That's ASMR. Welcome I, back to the show. This is ASMR hour. <sighs> um, I understand why they would want to protect. Like, yeah. Because Mickey Mouse is pretty much a symbol of the Disney company. It is their symbol. Like if Universal started making Miss Mickey Mouse's, uh, or they started selling like Mickey Mouse ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. No, you can't do that. I think you're putting it to, you're giving them too much credit. You're right. It is a symbol, Mm -hmm. but it is a massive revenue generating symbol. Yeah. It's about the money. It's not about like pride of the Mickey. Right. Okay. So by the way, uh, just so everyone's clear about this. So it was entire life plus 50 years, which was going to put Mickey Mouse in the public domain in 2003 and then Disney lobbied Congress to extend it to the 70 years mm-hmm. which puts them at 2024 so they have till 2024 to lobby Congress yeah, again, again yeah to make it so like something should else. we put bets on whether or not they're going to succeed oh they're gonna succeed they have so much money yeah I can't think of I mean Apple I would I would say what other company United States company who had who would have more firepower Amazon, Apple, Disney's up there, man. Yeah, Disney's up there. Yeah, definitely. They own like uh, all of the television stations. 
Yeah. Plus Disney. It's so gross. Plus Marvel and Star Wars, ESPN. Yep. ABC. Sports. They own sports? <laughs> <laughs> no! The Last Frontier. <laughs> How dare they? The Last Frontier Land. <laughs> Get out. Okay, Get bye. out. All right. My flight There's nothing more annoying than a though. Disney adult. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drink. See, exactly. You can't argue that. <laughs> I still like Disney. But. I mean, yeah, it's Disney. Disney's cool. Yeah. Um, and if you like waiting in long lines and scorching heat, um, Paying a bunch of you money. can like Disney too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, we we grew up going to Disney. I'm not, yeah. We're no. We're no. Uh, we're not shy of of that. Uh, Disney as a young person is pretty awesome place. Yeah, it slaps yeah. hard. You, you go there, you stay in one of their resorts or campgrounds or whatever. Oh, excuse me, you guys were wealthy. Campground. <laughs> it was campground. Yeah, it was a campground. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I, I said resorts, and then you guys got to stay in a campground. Generalize it. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys awesome. got to have a tent, dude. I'd rather stay in a fucking Motel Six. Okay. <laughs> No, but it's cool because it's all connected. It's literally Disney World. I mean, yeah. it's it's named that for. It's pretty impressive for, mm-hmm. for what it is. They they definitely made their own little ecosystem out there. Yeah, you know, it's all connected, and um, you know, Which, it's a cultural phenomenon. They definitely for sure. have a monopoly on that portion of Orlando for sure. Yeah, say what you want about like the company and like you know the people who ran it, like as they are. As they were people, but Walt's vision, Walt mm. Disney's vision of like an experimental prototype community of tomorrow, which is what Epcot stands for. That's what the Epcot Center turned into. They kind of realized that vision with Disney World as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like it is a very efficient city that just kind of runs itself. Like they, 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 they did it. They, yeah, they did it. It's a I- utopia. I'd, I would personally love to see them try to actually do the Epcot thing. Like, like in real life? Yeah, like what, what Walt wanted it to be. Right. Like he didn't want it to be like fucking drinking it around the world. He didn't. <laughs> With fireworks in the lake. Every, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was well, like, he is people going to live here. And like, yeah. right? It was, like, yeah. it was supposed to be like a, a community. Well, it was supposed to be like, um, if you ever saw... The movie Tomorrowland or like read any of those like science fiction books from the the 50s and 60s and stuff. It was kind of supposed to be something like that, like a a utopian society with um, flying cars and yeah. And like everything is like chrome or white and shiny. (laughs) Tomorrowland um, mixed with uh, Epcot. Yeah. So So that was supposed to be the plan, but um, obviously it's just really really big vision yeah and it takes more than one lifetime if disney if anybody can do it disney could you imagine what would happen okay i'm gonna lay a scenario out for you Mm -hmm. disney tomorrow uh, unveils because they have tons of unused real estate in orlando they're like the biggest owner of real estate they have like uh, resorts that just aren't used anymore yeah so they could literally section off uh a whole piece of land twice the size of magic kingdom and be like, this is the site of our actual Epcot community pre-order start at $10 million a unit. 
we have 2,000 units. Dude, they would be sold out in like two days. Definitely. So it's funny that you say that. I have an unnecessary um, amount of knowledge about Disney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the world and stuff. So um, did I offend you when I was like, yes. there's nothing more annoying than a Disney at all? <laughs> You're like, God damn. So freaking pissed I hit your microphone again. Jabs at the chest, bro. Um, They actually have that. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> They have one community called Celebration, right? That is oh, where people that. live. Yeah. But, but they it? also have a another community, and Miles, you might want to look this up, Um, called like sand dunes or it's something it's some kind of weird name but really? it's a community uh, of of houses in disney that are like million dollar homes mm. i have driven past celebration it's yeah. got like the big gate and the archway right yeah. <laughs> yeah that looked pretty interesting i can't remember the name of that community i didn't even know it existed until like last year is it golden oak golden oak sounds like it could mm. be something like that but um, it's like a community of a yeah. million dollar houses. Yeah. This is with homes uh, priced from the upper from the upper two millions. Yeah. So I'm ta- that's that's fine and all. That just sounds like another suburb. I'm talking about full blown Epcot like utopia. circular design yeah. with trams that take you to its own movie theater. Yeah. Like everything's decked out with like future gear. Right. Like this no is, one's allowed in or yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big dome over the city. Yeah, exactly. They're like we're you have to be COVID country. tested and vaccine to get in. Yeah, it would um, be the perfect time for something like that. I could guess could they become independent of the U.S.? I think they could, right? And they could what annex their, their themselves. They would have to have the permission of like state and federal. Yeah, they could. They could do it. Come on, they change the copyright laws. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> the, Dis- the Disney Civil War is that what I hear? The Disney Civil War. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that if because uh, Disney's like his head or his body is frozen, right? Something I think like that. that's. Oh, a, I, I don't. I don't. Let's I've, just, I've yeah. heard that. I mean, but, why not? Because he was rich. But let's say let's say it's true. Imagine yeah. if he just came back and then he saw what Disney actually was, and then he just he was like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> He's like, damn it. Didn't I'm, mean to come back. I'm a, I'm a chopper. Yeah. <laughs> what if he demanded money? He's like, I didn't get paid royalties oh, since shit. I've been frozen. You guys kept me frozen. Didn't mean I was dead. Apparently, I'm still back. I'm yeah. here. That would be a lot of money. Yeah, it would be a lot He'd of money. probably be one of the Like bankrupt people. the company. I think it would bankrupt the company. Yeah, yeah. everybody loses like, their shares. It just goes straight to him. So a utopian society through Disney. I feel like it's... I, I feel like... People could do that if they wanted to, but but who, who many would want, have tried. Who would want to? It's called cults. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it turns real cult. I'm sure the first six months are rosy. Yeah. After that, stuff starts to break down. When your neighbor, you're just like, my neighbor is too nice all the time. It's not real. Our Unless inherent, you. our inherent. Uh, Need to uh, wield powers too great. As I human. agree with that. Human greed, yeah, outdoes everything. One person always time. tries to uh, consume more power than the next. It's like the Joneses type of situation. Yeah. And then there's like, I feel like that's how every uh, like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, pretty good example, right? Yeah. Um, any good utopian story? Logan's Run. Do you know Logan's Run? I've heard of it. I didn't read that one. You should 
it's a movie. You're a movie guy. You should you should watch it. Should it's really good. It. Yeah. It's a seven. I think it's from the seventies, and a it's a utopian movies. dystopian. Yeah. I mean, all the dystopian movies, utopian dystopian, they always end with power struggle, right? That or that's the main root of ca or main root of the issue is the power struggle. A lot of it, yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess um, 1984. That's my like go to for dystopian fiction. Like that's my favorite um, mm. dystopian novel. Um, even in that, there's like a bit of a power struggle in the end, but I guess it's, it's more of man versus society than like, Mm. um, any of the other, uh, conflicts in literature or stories. Hunger Games. Hunger Games is like power struggle. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, uh, it's a hard thing to, to remove. I mean, that's a lot of people would argue that's why communism doesn't work. Right. All right. Nobody, there's always going to be somebody who wants to be hungry for yeah, power. Yeah, because of the saying, like, if we didn't do it, somebody else would. Like, yeah. whenever you try to justify whatever <laughs> thing you're doing, that's wrong. Yeah. 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 Doggy yeah. dog. If, if, if humanity could exist without greed, like... Mm. That that is that is our major downfall. Is well, green. we we are we are doing the there is CRISPR ed, the gene editing. We could just code uh, greed right out of our DNA. But can how about that? Know. I don't know. Or is it a fun, is it is it something in our DNA or is it a, a function of society? Ooh, um, I guess you would have to study other species, right? Yeah. Like how what are the power dynamics in chimps or other primates close to our DNA? Right. How do they how do they uh, handle that type of situation? Right. Does like it always occur? Does it occur fifty percent of the time? I would think so. I mean, greed probably just comes from like the f- the feeling that you need to, like you need to be secure. Like yeah. you need more food. You need more money. Um, it's a survival instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. It, like, I don't think it's, it's probably not just one gene. Like, it's probably not. Oh, we got the the gene or like the sequence out. It's, it's the probably underlying. Like, got that greed gene. Yeah. yeah. There's just something uh, <laughs> built into our DNA through lots of different genes. I would mm-hmm. imagine. Wouldn't that be cool if, uh, like, on your phone there was like a little like a microchip in your body? And it was like real time could change your DNA. So you could pull up your like, you know, I don't really like black cherry, Bud Light, Seltzer, Lemonade. Let me just quick. You pop open the app and you hit like uh, change my body to like Bud Light, Seltzer, Lemonade, black cherry. And then like, like shocks you a little bit. And within like five minutes, this is like the best drink you ever had. (laughs) And you have to pay money to get upgrades. So like if you want like. The, with your prime membership the raspberry <laughs> lemonade one don't give him more ideas he's already doing it <laughs> oh, we, man. we noticed you haven't been paying for your membership colin yeah colin you get the brain gene removed from you <laughs> oh wow that's like that movie on time or in time on yeah. time with in, just jt yeah jt yeah uh, not great movie, what was it called but in time is it in time i think it's in time yeah not a great movie I liked it, but it's not. I like the whole premise of it, yeah. where you have to like uh, essentially work for more time, right? And yeah, then there's like the rich people who have like mm, thousands of years or whatever. Yeah. Done. Was, that's been done a few times. It's yeah. been Black, done. Black Mirror, ways. I think, did an episode like that. Black, I think Mirror. Black Mirror did it. Yeah, um, 
the the one really good show that I'm so sad got canceled uh, on Netflix, Alter Carbon, is kind of oh uh, yeah. Did they have season two? Too. They did. Yeah, I watched yeah. the season one. It was cool. Anthony Mackie starred. Yeah, it's got a Blade Runner noir, crime noir kind of like vibe to it. Right. Yeah, it's cool. really cool. Mm-hmm. And then it still has that um, idea of the wealthy, the rich people can basically they have um, the consciousness in these computer chips called stacks that they are implanted in the base of the spine, and then human bodies are kind of replaceable. Mm-hmm. So you can just plug your stack into a new body or a yeah. Sleeve. Right. And you can, you know, continue to live. And basically the rich people can afford to clone themselves and effectively live forever. Mm. Because anytime their body dies, they can just put their consciousness into a new Yeah, body. upload into another body. Yeah. Do you think that we'll get to that point? Where know. we can just upload ourselves? That's how they say we're going to be able to be interplanetary. I've heard that. Or inter, what's the next uh, level? Solar, interstellar. Interstellar, yeah. there you go. Because our human bodies, just based on the tissue degre- degradation, can't handle that mm-hmm. type of length of travel. Mm-hmm. So you would have to almost upload your consciousness into a computer, travel, and then put put your upload your consciousness into a, either like a robot, yeah. like a synthetic, or uh, a meat suit. Well, yeah, that's the like thing. the stack. I think, or, um, be- like, I think before we figure out how to travel many light years away, we'll figure out how to clone something digitally. Mm-hmm. Like, I can scan your brain, um, and if we find out there's other parts of the body that uh, make you you, then that too, right? Mm-hmm. And then I can put you into something else somewhere somewhere else. So right. I can transport you you digitally into something else and then i recreate those elements that make you you know that make your brain right yeah it's it's that whole what is it the uh it's an allegory i can't remember which philosopher came up with it but again going back to wandavision they 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 referenced it in that it's like a a boat that is made up of a bunch of different planks right if it loses planks throughout its travels and eventually has all of those planks replaced by new planks is that still the same boat yeah yeah you don't know yeah what makes the boat the boat what makes the boat the boat's boat's not living though that's the thing right but it's that same kind of philosophy of you like we can lose parts of ourselves but like what makes us us you could never be a, a captain of a boat after, after saying what you just said, <laughs> fucking animal. Boats have souls to You're right. You're right. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. You name the boat. Sorry, Captain Jack. You you pr- you you almost you feel the boat. You 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 uh you trust the boat. The boat. You gotta yeah. date the boat. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be the, the boat. boat. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a good point. That's that's the whole thing. Is like, what could you up? Excuse me. If you digitally uploaded yourself, um, are you still there? Like, is the soul it, what people reference as the soul? Right. Is that still uh, the there? Show upload is it upload on Prime? I don't know. Upload's good. It. Yep. You see that? Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Check it yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's well, that guy's it's name? It's like a rom com. It's actually it's like a um, 
I won't spoil it for you. It's really good, but um, that's kind of what that is. And it's they did a Black Mirror episode about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with uh, Donald Gleason and uh, Haley Atwell? Mm, no, it's about where the ladies are old and they decide to move on. San so Junipero. Upload to the yes, I remember afterlife that yeah, simulation. That yeah, San Junipero. Yeah, I mean, I like to. That's like. Uh, <laughs> First off, that's like just punching religion in its throat because it's like, nah, bitch. The afterlife <laughs> is in a simulation, right? yeah. not in heaven or whatever you choose choose to believe. As heaven uh, is a place on earth. Ooh, or we should a write computer. a song. Has yeah. that in there? Heaven is a place in a computer drive. Yeah. That song featured like it, I it kind of just clicked for me why they featured that song so heavily in the heavens. <laughs> that's a good point. The, the a little up, slow sometimes. The yeah. upload show, it's like uh, uh, you like you get uploaded, so you you pay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like what was that movie with the one one dude where you could like get shrunk and and be in those little uh, societies. Oh, Downsize with Matt Damon. That's what it was called. Yeah, oh, Matt, with Matt okay. Damon. Yeah. 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 I didn't um, see that movie. Kind of similar to something like that. It's like you pay. Yeah. Yeah. And you get like the better experience, right. and then like when you're in the experience, it's like you'll get an ad. It's yeah. like, do you want like the better toothpaste or something? Yeah. And yeah. you can like pay to get better pay toothpaste. To play. Yeah. yeah. Do they do a second season of that? Because it's it's been a it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. Uh, it doesn't look like it. It says its original release was May 2020. That's oh. bullshit, dude. Hmm. No way. I feel like I watched it long. I watched it way before last year. There's no way. Google's lying to you. Man, Google's fucking your shit up today. You can't find the director of Howard the Duck. It's lying to you about the, uh, I don't know. Found the director of um, Howard the Duck. Going back to the um, the uploading of consciousness. Yes. Would you do it? There is, I don't know. That's, that's a very philosophical, um, self-existential question that I don't have the answer to. But there's a, a video game. I can't remember what it's called. Um, would you? My, do you care if I spoil it for you? Uh, which one? I don't, I don't remember what it's called. Okay. But it's basically, and this is going to be spoilers for this video game that I don't know what it's called. Yeah, so, so if you play video out. games at all, just skip <laughs> forward about a minute and a half. You have a minute World and a half to explain this. It's Go. World of Warcraft, isn't it? <laughs> so basically, you're... you're, you're Acting as this person who's on a, you're you're part of a crew of a, a spaceship. That okay, Halo. <laughs> chips, chips challenge for sure. Yeah. Everybody else essentially is dead, and yeah. you're the only one that's alive, which you know is very common thread for space. Yeah, is uh, it day games. day X? No, it's not day X. Okay, but it's um, but you know you're working with this artificial intelligence to like kind of. Who, who was a human too, mm-hmm. but got their consciousness downloaded into oh, this yes. computer that helps you. Yeah, and you're going through trying to figure out how to transmit your consciousness onto uh, this thing called an arc that gets shot into space. Okay, dead so space. that you can live. It's not that space. Yeah. <laughs> so that you can live uh, outside of this hell. Yeah escape that you're that you're living on on a space station okay and um the big twist at the end is that he uploads his consciousness right 
and he uploads the artificial intelligence's consciousness into this arc that's going out into into space to you know continue to exist but with the with with the transmitting of consciousness it's not trans it's not actual transmission what they're doing is copying your consciousness mm-hmm. so you get an exact copy of that consciousness but mm-hmm. you yourself mm-hmm. you don't go yeah he just stays he's like where, where did i go they're like no no oh, like you're yeah. still there yeah your consciousness like there is a you that gets yeah. to exist in that uh that basically computer simulation that's going on into space yeah. but nothing changes for you you still yeah. you he, still he die. prestiged himself exactly yeah that's yeah. what happens in the prestige yeah. right is that called killing himself Something every like night yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, it's just too, so the Prestige. fucked <laughs> up. Prestige is such a good movie. Oh, my God. Prestige? Yeah, I, I love fucking it. love that movie. I, I love just love about it. everything Hugh Jackman's in. Yeah. That movie was really good because, again, and I'm not just trying to throw this W word around, but at the end of that movie, before they revealed what was happening, it was like, Christian Bale is a witch. <laughs> like, he's just he's just actually has magic yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Is, that movie's so good. Like, yeah, Christopher Nolan's stuff. I mean, he nailed it. That's one of my favorite Christopher Nolan films for sure. A lot of people like the Batman's. It's but. so great for the rewatch yes. value of it, where you yeah. understand that they mm-hmm. told you the story from the beginning, yeah. and you just didn't understand. You just didn't have the pieces that you needed. Yeah, to figure it out. It's it's like one of those. I felt the same way after watching Tenet. And then I just realized, Still oh, I just it. didn't hear anything they said in the movie. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Don't spoil it. Because I watched it on the plane. Yeah. And I saw up until, like, maybe the last 30 minutes or 40 minutes. I still haven't seen I, Tenet at all. All right. So I, I won't spoil it for you guys. Okay. But if uh, you are listening and want to watch it, um, turn the subtitles on. Because uh, I watched it in theaters. And I uh, couldn't really hear what they're saying. Yeah. It's very fast paced. Yeah. So if you don't actually read and understand what they're saying, you'll gonna, you're going to miss a lot. Okay. And so by the end of the film, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then I rewatched it with subtitles. I'm like, oh, so I told, this is not hard to understand whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Because I was watching it on a plane and that, that's been the case. But also, I really want to f- finish the rest of it because I want to know. Yeah. Is it actually just a really bad movie? Like, was it really, really badly produced? Because so far, I think so. Why? Because you don't understand what's going on. No. Be- yeah, because, like, nothing really, like, connects really well. Yeah, because it's very fat. Like, so the... I feel like, like there's so much missing from there's it. So, there's so much happening, and it happens very quickly. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay attention to what they're saying. That's, that's like, trust me, I, I watched it again, and I was like, yeah. All this is totally because I had to like Wikipedia afterwards. It's just like it, w- the prestige wasn't as bad as that because you were just like ah got up, and then the second wa- second round you're just watching you're you're looking for the instances where right. you get trick fucked yeah. into thinking one thing and it's actually the other. Right. And uh, in this movie, um, I was initially left with that <laughs> with that feeling, but so yeah, at the end it wasn't like oh wow okay so like those just things made sense. Yeah, it all makes sense at the end, yeah. It does at the end, or mm-hmm. when you watched it the second time? Yeah, when I watched it the second time. So not the first time. No, the first time, because I did... F- so it received uh, heavy criticism on the the dialogue clarity. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know so what he it, was thinking. So I was right. It's a bad movie. He was. I think. I think the people. <laughs> I think the people. Well, I guess that's subjective, right? If you say, yeah, if it had bad audio editing, like it's if a people, bad movie. That's the thing. It, like, if people couldn't, it, like, like, yeah, not that many people could understand the movie. Is it a good movie? Mm-hmm. I think if you read the script. You would say it was a good movie. Yeah, perhaps. But if but you watched movie. it, yeah. the executed version of the script, you're like, you didn't do a good job doing that. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think that's um, some. I I feel like some people get too close to it. They already understand it, and they don't put it in the perspective of like somebody who's first not knowing anything about this, getting thrown at it. And you're like, yeah, maybe uh, maybe they wouldn't understand if. Right. I know what the audio, what they're saying, because I wrote this, but maybe the audience won't. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's always a, a uh, like a tightrope that you're walking when yeah. you're making a movie. It's like, how much of this, of me, is the audience going to understand without me having to explain things? Mm-hmm. Like, to, to hold their hand. <clears throat> and it's it's crazy, because I, I always tend to believe that the audience will um audiences are smart like you don't have to uh walk their hands or hold their hands through most things like they're pretty good at figuring things out unless you're m night unless you're m night Shyamalan, exactly (laughs) we don't speak of him (laughs) no he's made some good stuff but yeah but not the last airbender which i will never refer to again in yeah. this in this uh podcast but um but yeah it's it's, it's like you're you're walking a tightrope between like oh am i going to like how much of this do i need to explain to the audience versus how much are they just going to understand and it's it's hard to do you just yeah sometimes you get the perfect balance but um, a lot of times it's like on one side it's you don't explain enough and the audience is just like, I don't really understand what's going on or you explain too much. And the audience is mm-hmm. just like I've always, too much exposition. I've always thought that making move like ma- making a good movie, uh, is an pretty, like a pretty incredible feat. Mm-hmm. Um, because you yeah. have like different actors, you have, uh, pe- like different, engineers working on different things of the movie or, or a TV show even like really cohesive TV show. Um, and it, I think it's something that like could start out as like from the beginning on paper sound great. And then your end result is like garbage, right? right? Like something just didn't work out. Right. And because a lot of movies nowadays are such big budget, it's like, if you make a mistake, like you can't just go do that, that thing over again. Right? Yeah. I think it also has to depend on who's in charge and how, what their like management style is. Cause there's some directors that go through and they go, I am just here to make, to grease the wheel mm-hmm. of my team. Cause everybody has their own responsibility and without the collective, this thing won't get made. So my job is to make sure that everybody's doing their job and this thing keeps moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then you have people like James Cameron or like, uh, who did the, um, transformer, uh, um, Michael Bay, Michael Bay, who's yeah. just like a dictator essentially. It's like, no, it's my <laughs> way to the fucking highway. Mm-hmm. Or you have, um, you know, uh, Wes Anderson is kind of like this where he's like, Writer, writer, 
director producer <laughs> cameraman he's like yeah. all of these things and it's like this very like self-perpetuated project right. like the uh, at&t one or no yeah t-mobile whatever it is and there's like less people to be your your check your your check person like like i would rely on colin to make sure like is this fucking good like yeah. am i doing this right yeah but these there's certain directors that have like the ego and the the confidence to mm-hmm. propel themselves beyond that like yeah. it doesn't matter what you think this is fucking good because i think it's good yeah <laughs> yeah geez that'd be nice to have sometimes <laughs> um i think that the best movies come from somebody who is yes greasing the wheels but also has the vision that mm-hmm. can unite all of those different um departments into one, you know, cohesive yeah. team making this one thing that only you really have, you know, the vision for. Like, I, I think, yeah, I, I feel like we were talking about this the other yeah. night. Yeah, how um, you can't necessarily, um, or or like things that are in the mind's eye you kind of like as someone who's artistic you have to kind of see something before in you your head it. before you do it mm-hmm. and i feel like that is the director's role oh totally set, is seeing that thing that nobody really understands yet before you've done it and like putting everybody in place and keeping everybody on track to make that thing that you've already seen yeah, it's like uh, you got a Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson, that fucker. Yeah, like the coach of the the Bulls during Michael Michael Jordan's uh, tenure. He was just there to he set like a theme for each season. Like that was the goal. Like mm-hmm. and for for those of you who haven't watched The Last Dance on Netflix, fucking fantastic. You yeah. watch, you should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was about managing the egos mm-hmm. of your team and making sure that it, they all work together when the time came to do so. Right. And that's why they won like fucking six championships, yeah. not because of Phil Jackson alone, but it. I mean, there's a recipe for success right there. Definitely, yeah. it's like a perfect storm. Perfect storm, like Stormy Daniels, like hurricanes, like Florida hurricanes. Again. Miami hurricanes. It's not a uh, no. no. <laughs> Promote them. <laughs> Miami hurricanes. hurricanes. What's what's next there. for Stormy? Miss Daniels in the zeitgeist is she still she's not happening? did she make money from this, she's still this situation? can you uh, google real quick I want to know what, what Stormy's Jamie, up to Jamie bring that up Jamie, don't worry up. I know it's your work laptop I don't want you to keep me in it let's go <laughs> Jamie pull that up for me yeah. Jamie yeah Miles Miles pull that up Miles is Jamie Um, Joe Rogan yeah she last I heard she was dancing still Right. Yeah. She's yeah. Exotically. Yeah, in Miami, I think that's, that's cool. the thing. Yeah. The first YouTube video her. that pops up is Stormy Daniels on what it was like boning Donald Trump. Fuck yeah! Click it. It was probably Click super it. gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best. Ooh. Oh my god! I, I oh can't god imagine anybody who would ever <laughs> open their legs for that guy. Like, come on. Oh, I wonder how much money she made. Yeah, gotta. It's 
probably it, there's no there's no news really about her since yeah uh, so she has January. exited officially the zeitgeist gone and she came and went i don't know i, I would never really oh. i don't know if i would want to be famous go ahead uh she says she said uh this month actually that she would love to testify against trump at manhattan grand jury like mm. we don't need you sorry you're gonna completely like delegitimize this whole <laughs> yeah. case Throw as soon out. as you walk into the fucking courtroom yeah. she's like i'll pay yeah <laughs> no she's like you'll pay me and then i'll strip in the courtroom damn apparently she was paid a hundred thirty thousand nice. to him? fuck trump the hush money oh the hush money that's yeah. like, that? You don't get a hundred G's for doing nothing. How just did saying. She, did she have to pay saying. it back? What? Did she? she probably oh, because had a contract, she broke her right? NDA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Trump's legal team is on top of that. Like, yeah. I heard Trump they need was, money. Uh, no, oh, it's bad. Stop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn this conversation uh, away from that. Would you guys ever want to be famous? Um. Uh, can I can is there there's levels to fame? Would you want uh like you are really successful in what you do, like <clears throat> maybe one of the most successful people and you can't walk down the street because of it. Mm, okay, so But you get all I the see. good things that come with that too. Like yes. uh Justin Bieber. Like his level of fame? Yeah. Because there's like his level of fame, then there's like you can tweet something and you won't get canceled fame. But still, kind of like wealthy and successful, right? Right. No, I'm not talking about like base level successful. Okay. I'm so, talking about like superstar. Yeah, superstar. people know who people you people know are. who you are yeah. when you go to when you go to Walmart. Yeah, um, you don't go to Walmart. You, <laughs> you notice <laughs> immediately. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Would I ever want to be that? Yeah. Okay. Are Probably you also not. like basically just rich forever? Like you'll always mm. be able to get a gig that pays. Yeah, are you, you NFL rich, dollars? where it's like only like five years after your career, yeah. and then you're hitting bot rock bottom? Okay. No, no, you're you're, you're rich. You're rich for <laughs> as much as you've invested for. So you're 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 pretty you're okay. pretty wealthy. Okay. All right, so I, I'd, I'd be set okay off. with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you think you could handle? Yeah, because that? if I if I really think about it, if I was that famous and I had that much money, um, I would have like my group of friends and family and. There's plenty of things to do that aren't in public. Yeah, you know? I think you. I think you could. Um, I think you could easily. I mean, let's be let's be honest. There's plenty of people who, who make their career out of being in the in the limelight in the mm-hmm. in the zeitgeist, and that's how they're successful. Like the reason J- Justin Bieber's um, as as popular as he is today is because he's always remained in the now and 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 the newspapers and stuff like that. Like. Not to interrupt you again, you got a very Larry King vibe going on right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm scrunched over. <laughs> yeah, I love and, it. Uh, yeah. I love it. So everybody, oh, I can't do a Larry King. Sorry. <clears throat> um, now I'm like subconscious. Don't about be subconscious about it. Oh my god, stop! It was I good. need to reset. Can we just redo this? <laughs> um, no, uh, thin your hair out. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, so you have that type where like you need to be in the zeitgeist in order to sell whatever you're selling to maintain your popularity, to sell tickets and blah, 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 go see me in the show. Um, and then there's like, I have fuck you money. And like, um, for instance, like, uh, I was watching Dolly Parton, uh, documentary. Mm -hmm. Nobody has seen her husband like 
in years. Mm-hmm. They know he's still alive, but like even Dolly's closest acquaintances have seen him maybe once. Is he still alive? How do we know? I mean, we still don't. pays his taxes. Could be he. Yeah, because you can just like mail your taxes <laughs> and file them on TurboTax. I'm just saying. <clears throat> excuse me. He he's not necessarily like the reason why he's wealthy. He's re- he's wealthy because he's married to Dolly Parton. Right. You know, one of the most successful artists of all time. But like, um, he's remained completely out of, out of the spotlight. Um, and I guess he's not really that famous. It's not a good example. It's weird. What's they a good out. example of somebody who's really famous? I think it goes hand in hand, right? Like you can't have one without the other. Like the fame. There's like being really rich, and mm-hmm. then there's being famous and rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like you're the top, you're in the zeitgeist, and you have a lot of money, mm-hmm. and you they probably they probably uh, codependent, right? Like your fame is codependent on how much money you're making, and how much right. money you're making is codependent on your fame. On an oil company, yeah, I think. Yeah, but then you're not really famous. Oh, though. then you're not famous. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like um, the famous, I think we're discussing is something like celebrityhood, which only comes to you if you add value culturally, like music. You're a creator, uh, YouTube star. You know, uh, you're famous for one thing or another. Like, mm-hmm. and because of that of doing something like uh doctor doctor um uh i can't remember the guys he plays fucking he does twitch um he's really famous he's now rich but um he you're only rich and and famous because of the fame the Mm -hmm. the thing you did to become famous Mm -hmm. you know um so you can't you can't necessarily stop doing that I feel like it, you almost ha- always have to be unless you have acquired so much wealth mm-hmm. that you no longer needed to lean on that and you can kind of fall out right. um, intentionally. I think uh, like Tupac would be a good example. Yeah. Someone who. But then, yeah, that, but he's also dead. Well, no. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Um, I think, I think like, think about like, um, <clears throat> Like Justin Bieber, I'm sure if Justin Bieber stopped making music today, yeah, that he could not maintain the fame lifestyle of like, you know, owning mansion. I don't, I I honestly don't know about Justin Bieber's like spending habits if he's like a baller or whatever. But like a lot of people who, if, okay, NFL players, perfect example. Yeah. Very limited amount of window of where when you can make a lot of money very quickly. Um, and then you age out and suddenly your income's gone, but you have to maintain the same amount of lifestyle, um, in order to like hang with other celebrities. Like it's all, it's a kind of like a social club and then, and then you, and then they're all bankrupt. Like I think like 78% of NFL players after they retire become bankrupt. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very worrying odds. And a lot of that is because of, um, Education mm-hmm. and financial a lot education. of a lot of super or a lot of football players, you know, are black, <gasps> right? And um, a lot of the uh, the the um, just education systems of education in America um, surrounding, you know, black areas black black families black black students there's just you know they get they get they, like people just don't like 
the government doesn't care as much. Right. They're not as well funded. Therefore, yeah. the the quality of education isn't there. Right. And then so in you, turn, you end up having these these right. these these people who have no other choice than to become football players to uh, give some sort big, of yeah. you know income. And then once that runs out, they haven't you know really gone through college seriously to like make those um, make like gain those skills that can help them yeah uh, after 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 football ends which yeah like i think people i i feel like that is uh like there's there's a there's a a turn happening where where more people are trying to get you know they understand that football is a temporary career and mm-hmm. that you know you have to have something else after that yeah, like, and it also ha- I think has to do with who you're surrounding yourself with. Right. Like, like I, <clears throat> before I I, uh, I graduated college, I was interning for um, uh, this guy who was a former Eagles and Bears NFL player, mm-hmm. and um, his name's Elton. And Elton has his own couple of his own businesses. Like he owned like some subways, some yoga salons, and he also owns like a recru- like a, not a recruiting, but um, a franchise, uh, he would be an agent for college players that were getting into the NFL. Mm-hmm. And part of his company and his tenants of his company is to to set them up for a post NFL career right. to have a foundation because he's well aware after already going through that system that listen, like a lot of the guys don't they make a lot of money, but like the honey pot's like only there for so long. Like right. we, we, we we're, we're aging men. We age out eventually yeah. you have to set yourself. So his like main priority is getting these guys set up to have post careers and main and maintaining some kind of stream of revenue. Yeah. Right. I think and, it's a pretty big thing now. Yeah. Like in all sports, like NBA, uh, yeah. Yeah. like baseball, that, that's, that's a big thing as well. It wasn't that uh HBO show with Dwayne Johnson. Ballers. Wasn't Ballers. that basically about that? that? I watched some episodes. My dad was like in love yeah, with that. It was a pretty good show. My, I watched my wife bit. loves that show. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty good from what I saw. But that's it's like that's, entourage kind of has yeah. that vibe to it. Yeah. But that's kind of the theme. Like he, he helps players mm-hmm. kind of get through like, Hey, you got to be disciplined and then like deal with your money and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a real, it's a real, it's a real thing. And then like the whole CTE thing. I mean, that's yeah. so fucked. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's it it's is one it is. Yeah. One um day. What's so what's next with Fur Colin? What do you what do you Colin? what is your um what is your five year plan, sir? Oh, no, don't Where do you want to be now. in five years and then ten future, years? Future Future Colin. The last the last five year plan I made was like five years ago. When I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. Well so. you did it. You're here on the lucky duck. Yeah, I guess. That was part of your five year plan, right? Yeah. So you're sure. like, I'm gonna make it on this wildly successful podcast show. <laughs> and Why'd you laugh? Yeah, it's weird, dude. I just weird. I'm happy. right we're right here. We're right <laughs> I here. I just laugh when I'm happy. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> um uh so the the immediate plan is to to find some sort of success in concept art because mm-hmm. I really enjoy painting like for for a while. I th- I think it's really hard to enjoy something 
for a lot of people, I feel like it's really hard to enjoy something that you're not good at. Um, so for me with painting, it was always like, uh, like I, I, I've been drawing since I was young, like drawing in the margins of my notebooks and all that kind of stuff. But I never thought that I was like really, really good until recently when, when I started like really cracking down and practicing. And Mm. it's like, now that my stuff is good by my standards, like, and I'm pretty hard on myself a lot of the time. It's probably a character flaw. Um, stupid cop. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. I have um, no plan. <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's uh, now that I know that I'm good at something or good at that. It's just like it makes me want to do it even more because I'm just like, oh, how far can I push this thing? Like how how good can I get at this? Um, so I really want to do that. Um, I want to do some more film stuff because I haven't, I haven't like written or directed anything in a few years now. Um, something, something nerdy, something fun I want to make. Cause that's, mm. that's always what I've liked making. And, um, moving out of Florida is just like a really, really big step for me. Like I, mm. I love my parents. I love all the family that I have in Florida, but I know that that's, that's just a stifling place for me. It's a place that it's going to continue to get trapped. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, I can't breathe. I can't be who I am supposed to be trapped in Florida. Like I, I need to spread my wings and fly. Mm. Like a peacock. So, when you're on <laughs> those are flightless birds. <laughs> when you're on season two, yeah. we'll be talking about where you're living now. Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be nice. Hopefully, it's a different place. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll check in with you, and um, hopefully by then you're living in LA. You're doing your concept art for a big studio. Yeah. Or you're living in South Dakota and you do it remotely. I mean, that's a new thing these days. Yeah. You never know. And I, I love that. I love that that's that's a possibility. Yeah. 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 Well, it feels fitting to end it right here. You guys are cool cool with that? Yeah. Give give the audience and listeners uh, one more time of your Instagram handle so they can check out your latest art. At Lockjaw Art. At L-O-C-K-J-A-W-A-R-T. I should write a jingle, shouldn't I? (laughs) Yeah. It kind of sounds like you can make it rhyme in some way. Yeah. That'd be cool. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Countdown well, to season on, two. This is really fun. We'll have to do thanks it Thanks for again. having me, guys. And uh, until next time, everybody, see you next time. Adios. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.